Welcome back to the Racial Draft Podcast Network. We are not doing our regular thing. We are not changing the complexion of the comic book universe one draft pick at a time. We are taking on an entire multiverse of madness. Um, and bringing the madness are two very special guests, one of them being Carlos, the other one being Julia Delbell. And uh, we're going to talk about Doctor Strange 2. And, uh, you know, we're just going to just dive right in. Uh, we're going to open our third eyes and peer into uh, our traditional spoiler warning. The only time we talk about these things is because we've seen them. And we hope that you'll listen because you've seen them or because you don't want to be spoiled. So, uh, you know, if you want to get into all the intricacies of the fact that five minutes into the movie, you find out Wanda's the villain. Um, yeah, keep keep on keep on listening. Uh, on that note, I'd like to hear everyone's just kind of broad broad uh, thoughts about about the movie. I'll start with you, Carlos. <laughs> okay. Um, broad thoughts. I I didn't I didn't like it all that much. There there are parts of this that, parts of this movie that I love love some of like some of my favorite sequences in MCU history and. There's big chunks of this and I'm, that I thought was like major steps backwards for the franchise. So mm, okay. that's that's the broadest I can say. It's it's a mixed bag. It reaches some very high highs, but it has some very low lows. And you and, you, and you feel that overall it's it's a it's a low. Overall, I would say it's yeah, it's on the lower half of the MCU movies to me. Okay, and Julia. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Wow. So, so I, um, I, I mean, if, if I'm looking at it in the overall context of, uh, of where I would place it, I'm, I'm probably with you in terms of placing it, um, you know, yeah. in either the middle, uh, middle to low of the rest of the movies, but I don't, but it doesn't sour me, I guess, uh, over, I mean, I still had somewhat of a good time, mostly yeah. a good time, actually. And, um, you know, I, I'm still interested in seeing it again. And I don't think that it terribly undercuts uh, the franchise as a whole uh, in, in as much as, I mean, as much as I do think that in certain respects, it did let people down and um, didn't create a positive trajectory for all of the characters, which is one of the things that I, you know, this movie was positioned as a big event. And often when it's a big event, we expect uh, positive repercussions in a bunch of different ways and I don't feel like we got a ton of those um, you know so we what can kind of positive repercussions uh, from a character perspective you know when, when like when big things happen we we're interested in seeing what the what what the fallout for that for the particular characters might be like we expect to, we uh, you know this is meaningful for this character. I want to know how his or her story, uh, you know, is affected 
by that. You know, obviously in Endgame, we had, in addition to the, the whole crazy thing of everyone coming back, we also had the five years of fallout and the emotional um, resonance. We also had people who died and what that, the effect that that has on the people who lived, you know, the, the status quo of the Avengers shifting because of their, you know, of everything. Um, those are all intriguing questions that, you know, you can look to the new phase to have answered. Um, yeah, um, I like this on its own kind of, but like in terms of that, I'm like, yeah, like just even when you put it with, with some other MCs, it doesn't always make sense. So that was a problem. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, the, the most positive thing I would say from a character perspective is I do think that um, Strange in particular did experience growth, which is good because yeah, it's a Doctor like Strange that. movie. I like, um, I like Strange. Yeah, like and and, and purely, I like that they improved. You like that they what? They improved Christine part and character. Uh, yeah, but but to what end? Um, no, I mean it's better in the first movie. Yeah, no, I agree. I mean they they gave her more to do, but you know I think this was them writing her out. I think, but yeah, it was exactly. Yeah, this is yeah. a breakup movie. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, they didn't kill her, which is that. That's good. Um, yeah, that's good. They didn't kill any. I was worried they would kill her or Wong. Yeah, yeah I'm. Really I keep glad. getting worried they're going to kill Wong because of the whole Sorcerer Supreme thing. Because if they want that to go back to Strange, though, they have to kill Wong. Yeah, but you know, I thought about. I mean, I I was listening to some podcasts about the movie over the last couple of days, and you know, they they made a good point about about the fact that not having uh, Strange as the Sorcerer Supreme kind of opens up more doors for him because he doesn't have to, he doesn't have to deal with the responsibility of being a Sorcerer Supreme. He can just kind of run around and cause problems and solve problems yeah. and be more of a freelancer because he doesn't have that, um, you know, that, that thing that he's supposed to be doing. So he can just be doing whatever missions he needs to be doing um, from project to project, popping up wherever he feels feels like it. Um, it's almost like Wong has been saddled with the responsibility, and that leaves you know that leaves Strange with the same level of power. Apparently, I mean you know he hasn't he hasn't taken a step down in terms of his power level. He's just he just gets to go wherever he wants, break Wong whatever rules. Is, Wong is the sorcerer's version of Valkyrie. <laughs> you yeah. be the king right uh, we've been, also been joined by randy uh say what's up randy hey folks happy to join and uh we, you know we're, we're still in the early stages so we wanted to know your broad thoughts about the uh, multiverse of madness um as, as much uh uh kind of chatter and and you know the typical fan kind of backlash as i've seen uh there's been a lot of valid criticism that you know in in the midst of kind of the 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 sort of initial uh wave of of frustration and anger there's a lot of valid uh you know criticism to, to be seen there that is true but i mean as far as your overall thought about uh was it uh, i mean I, I i liked it i did okay. i liked it but you know a lot of uh, a lot is there is not I, I would not overlook that to to say that it is like an objectively uh you know perfect movie or whatever 
that is that is fair. Um, and you know, we were just getting into um, some of the issues. I think our I think we range from uh, very negative to little negative to uh, good with some reservations. Uh, and and then you know I think you're just slightly higher on it than I am. Um, but let's get into it. Let's so I mean. I suppose we'll start with the synopsis and, you know, a synopsis that definitely doesn't tell people what's happening in the movie. And that would be Dr. Stephen Strange casts a forbidden spell that opens a portal to the multiverse. However, a threat emerges that may be too big for his team to handle that threat. Wanda Maximoff. Um. <laughs> well, this must have been the, the, the summary from before maybe No Way Home came out before this. Or probably right after No Way Home, you know, um, because I like I do think that, they, that from a marketing perspective, they really held back the idea of Wanda being the villain. And, you know, most it's of the funny because I knew that for a year, like beforehand, I've known that. So it's like, why are they showing us this? Or but they showed everything else except for that. Like they showed half the cameos. Yeah. But I, do, I think that what happened is because I think I think early on, most people thought that Wanda was going to be the villain. But then when they had the rewrites, um, there was a whole narrative that emerged that her popularity after WandaVision, you know, led to them kind of recalibrating it. And I mean, it turns out that it was kind of like the opposite. You know, I, I read some of the things that Michael Waldron said, where, you know, an earlier version of the script um, had her kind of turn in the middle of the movie, which was kind of more what I thought the movie was going to be. I thought mm-hmm. it was going to be her slowly getting corrupted by the dark hole. Yeah. And I thought it was going to be about her trying to save her kids from something, not stealing the yeah. of her life. Because that, that was my main problem with the movie, like how just like how villainous they made Wanda, how quickly, especially after WandaVision, and then we go right from this. It feels like, I know she had that dark hole reading thing in the post-credit scene of WandaVision, but that was not enough for me to really sell it and justify them doing this. Mm-hmm. Especially after they made a big deal about her feeling in WandaVision. Now, um, kind of spoilers for my interview with Michael Waldron that's going up later this week, but he told me he didn't see her as healed in WandaVision. He just saw them as what, her as letting them go the town go because they were begging for um so there's that so i guess that, that was the mindset with this but i think they needed there's better ways of making her a villain in this if they wanted to go that route because i'm not entirely against it like when i first heard it i'm like oh my god no we're not doing this. we're not doing this. this um but like i said i think like her going to save the kids from something rather than steal kidnap the kids essentially i think that would make her a lot more sympathetic even if she still wants to do bad things in order to save mm-hmm. i mean i think that you know i think it, it's helpful to remember um that even though for us it's a, it's been about a year since we watched wandavision um and it is kind of fresh in our minds i think the timeline of of when wandavision takes place to when this movie takes place is much is even longer than a year. Um, I don't know. I think it's about a year. Uh, WandaVision would be set in 2023. Yeah. Three weeks after Endgame. And given the timeline of events from Doctor Strange and No Way Home, uh, this would have to be set in spring or summer of 2025. Yeah. Okay. So like a year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. 
And, you know, if when you look at it from that perspective, if she's really just been hanging out with the Darkhold uh, in isolation for, yeah. you know, for 18 months, then that, I think that's a reason to, you almost want to write in a little bit of a flashback or a montage yeah, sequence. Like, please show of, us more. The post-credit scene is not enough. Yeah. Like, you almost want to have a montage of, like, you know, this is how it was right at mm-hmm. the end of WandaVision. This is how it was, like how it progressed, months, and, got right, how it progressed and got her to that point. You know, mm-hmm. because I think we, I don't think I really, I don't think it registered for me while I was watching the movie how much time had passed. Right. Um, it was kind of like, yeah. oh, you know, she's where we left her, you know? And and then when we when you think about it after the fact, it makes sense that, you know, she's just been stewing in, uh, stewing in in darkness and stewing in isolation and and let's face it like, I think that's a really good point you could have you could have had her maybe start off at like trying to maybe look up spells to actually like recover her children and then after a while it gets like more kind of uh darker material like you know try you know basically seeing that her her initial plan wouldn't work and so she's kind of becoming more desperate over time right and it does, and it also gives her. I mean, obviously, you know, you're you're always going to deal with uh, a somewhat unreliable narrator if you have the villain explain explain where they're coming from. But but I did, but I do think that it would have been helpful to have her explain uh, really her her course of um, how how her 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 views had evolved, and not just have it be dialogue driven. Um, you know, if she, if she was able to explain and then we could see the progression of how, you know, uh, almost like how we how in what if um, with the Doctor Strange, the Strange Supreme, you know, you saw you got that montage of him kind of becoming more desperate, taking mm-hmm. more risks, you know, t- taking bigger and bigger steps as is towards the, you know, the now, where was that with Wanda? Like, right. Just, I think I don't know if they just wanted to be surprising, like. Oh, she's actually a villain now. Surprise, everybody. Yeah. <laughs> but, as, but what I'm saying is they could have still done that. They could have still had that yeah. reveal. But then all you need is maybe a five-minute montage of her telling how we how she got here. You know, like, and then we're up to speed on how much time has passed. Um, and it mm-hmm. doesn't feel as abrupt as, wait, but, but the, we just... You you were we were doing so well, <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, that's what I felt like. it was very frustrating for me because of how big a deal Marvel or Disney made. Oh, look, we're talking about mental health and WandaVision. Look how well we're doing. Ooh, and then like, nope, she's back there. Yeah, but if we think about you know, not just obviously character progression is one kind of storytelling, but like you know, even if we look at metaphorically, like something like addiction, you know, like people right. like backslide, you know, people relapse people go through traumas and it leads them back to where, you know, it it almost, it doesn't completely undo the progress that they've made, but it does lead them to familiar patterns. If we had, if we had understood that the combination of the, the loneliness, the corrupting influence of the dark holes and her pushing herself um, to, to, exhaust all these other ways of trying to bring her kids back especially because we the one of the lasting images well not images but the lasting things that happen at the end of wandavision is we do hear the sound of her children Uh so so it can be an obsession and and they could have very and i think um 
I'm not going to knock the writing. You know, I think both of those things go in tandem, the writing and the directing. But I read some or heard that um, Raimi was, had not been immersed in, in the Marvel stuff and had not seen all of WandaVision. So I'm sure well, he had to deal with the fact that like he's doing broad strokes in terms of connecting those dots. And that's that's an where an, an advantage of being immersed in it would have been a little bit better about matching up, matching up the yeah, tones. Um, I do know Waldron was immersed in it. He told me he's mm -hmm. a fan of WandaVision. I already knew this since like before Loki came out. He was talking about how much he liked WandaVision. So we know he liked it. And I'm pretty sure he had all the scripts for WandaVision. Right. He said maybe, not to me, but he said somewhere for me. So I'm pretty sure like they had the WandaVision. So I was just, so, so someone watched it and had this. So I mean, I guess I'm gonna remember, like, come on, Raimi. Yeah, I mean, cause cause again, you, you this is this would have been more on the screen. This would have been something that the director would have had to put together more so than the writer. Mm -hmm. That you know how to how to best present the you know Wanda starts here, Wanda gets here. How do we connect that dot? If he didn't yeah. know exactly where Wanda was. Uh, emotionally, then it's harder to make that um, make that uh, progression seem linear. Um, well, also, yeah, I mean, they had Raimi, reshoots well after WandaVision came out. So, sure like, come on. Raimi said, Raimi said that want, they learned about WandaVision halfway or two thirds of the way through the writing process. So now you've got to rework your whole your whole script. Yeah, that's like, not good. That's not good, and I think a lot of that. I, I think know. a lot of that comes down to whatever Scott Derrickson and Robert Cargill had originally done, maybe didn't involve as much Wanda. Well, I mean, it sounded, I mean, it sounded like there was a, it was more of a heel turn over the course of the movie in their script. I mean, remember when we all thought it was going to be Nightmare? When we're all like, yeah. oh, they keep saying Nightmare. I mean, I yeah, not. they, the, the expectation was that they would be facing some sort of demon, not yeah not wanda as influenced by demonic forces right yeah or wanda or maybe wanda as influenced by a demon you know right right, but, right. and and you know when I, and i do want to push back on that slightly as someone who was a fan of a uh, villainous wanda i you know i'm not not a not a great fan of how we got there but you know once we were there i was kind of enjoying the ride um I don't I think I, I would have liked it. Wait, what did you say? I'm sorry, Julia. I wish I could have. I was just so annoyed with the whole thing. I was like, come on, we're really doing this. You didn't like explain anything. It's just we're here. We're doing this now. Oh my gosh, she's not sympathetic with us at all. And it's just, I don't know. I oh, I mean, I hear that. I just sometimes when a villain is, is just doing it and just good at being <laughs> a villain, you know, you, you know, sometimes you just have to you know, tip your hat, <laughs> you know. I mean, I, again, I won't be able to do that better, I'll say, because I know she gave great performance and all that. Personally, yeah. I, I, uh, I support women's rights and I support women's wrongs. But <laughs> that, that having been said, I, I absolutely agree that, yeah, we, we should have seen more of how she got there. And that really kind of is off-putting to someone who was hoping that um, you know, and, and in the comics, I, I, I kind of, you know, I refer back to the comics a lot just because recently we've seen her kind of um, address things in the past. You know, that's, that's kind of her thing. She constantly kind of has her 
her uh, past thrown in her face, but recently efforts have been made to try to kind of get her on this uh, good steady path again. And so, you know, you kind of do, you can't help but notice that there's a synergy between uh, some aspects of the comics and some aspects of the MCU. And so I was hoping that there would be kind of like the 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 hint of, of maybe the demonic influence or maybe the the you know demons attacking or whatever but then you know they try to use this this trauma against her and she kind of comes out the other side maybe not unscathed but you know she she comes out the other side and so to see her even though she is kind of in this power mode and like you know she's you know overwhelming the forces of traumatage and she's very impressive constantly shown again and again how powerful she is it is yeah you can't help but you know focus on the fact that well crap <laughs> you know yeah. i was kind of hoping that she would kind of do something worth cheering for in terms of morality not just kind of the power fantasy <laughs> um yeah. i i think that uh it would have been cool to see like you know, they're on this kind of adventure to get this kid back to wherever she's from. And she's being chased by monsters that have witchcraft runes. So that's why Strange needs mm-hmm. Wanda. And they go on this kind of, you know, Indiana Jones-ish adventure through the multiverse. Yeah. And then you realize halfway through, Wanda's been doing all of this because she's trying. Right. And it's all, and she's been a villain all along, but she's been manipulating them. Because I Wait, actually, is, is I she going like to get it? She's going to get an Agatha like song though. <laughs> no, she doesn't get an Agatha like song. But, but this work. time, Danny Elfman writes. It. <laughs> but but uh, yeah, I would have I would have dug that, and and because I don't like the idea that you know a demon is possessing her or that a yeah. book is manipulating her. Like mm-hmm. like let her be a villain if she's going to. Yeah, be and that's and I was yeah I, I was definitely going to push back on that because what I don't like about a lot of Wanda storylines, be be comics or not, is that. Oh. Wanda will often make a dark turn, do something mm-hmm. really shitty, and then and then later they'll be like, no, 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 that actually someone was mind controlling Wanda. Right. Um, yeah. You know that was not her decision. Like she gets complete pass, and it's kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, but 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 sometimes she can you can just be wrong. Like you know sometimes you can just like it's okay to be wrong. Tony Stark is wrong all the yeah. time. <laughs> you know. Well, I, mean? I disagree with you. Mean in the movies, the comics, right now. Because yeah, I, I mean in the I mean in the comics. I mean okay. in, yeah. Because so because the thing is a lot so many people were saying like Wanda is so powerful and mm-hmm. she could be used as a tool, but do we want her to be used as a tool as someone else's like you know as instrument of someone else's and ambition? Sadly, you know, sadly, rather than wait, say that again. No, I just was about to say sadly that has been like a, a big chunk of her history, whether it's whether it's uh, Cthulhu or whether it's Magneto, a lot of the time she's kind of defined by her relationships to other people. Yeah, yeah, and I so I I I actually thought that it was even though I did have my issues of, of the execution, I thought it was refreshing that Wanda had an agenda, and she was mm-hmm. trying to achieve an objective, and she was willing to do effed up things. Well, I can curse on this. It's my podcast. You really do <laughs> fucked up things to achieve her objective, even though her objectives were bad. And you then, know, you know, I don't want to be, I know that's fair. I want to be nitpicky <laughs> Carlos. That's who I am. But uh, I was sitting in the theater asking myself the question, like, A, 
why are these children real in other universes? And mm-hmm. B, fair. totally fair question asked. And and B, why doesn't she just create her children if she's all powerful? Like just recreate them. You can. She's made up an apple orchard and in a mansion. She lives in Wayne Manor apparently. Like yeah, I mean, can't you like explain she did it me before? She right. did it before. You did it before you were the Scarlet Witch. Like, why yeah. can't you do it now? But like, I just didn't understand. Like, wait, why are they real in every other universe, but they're not real here? I don't, I, that for me was like, yeah. I don't know if there's a line that got cut out or something, but like, that no, was I, I think, I, I think that, I think honestly, that's one of those things that breaks the movie. If you think too hard about it. Yeah. Because, because the, the only reason that those children exist in that form is because of, the, the hex right you know involving her and vision and what she imagined to be her idealized um life now granted to be fair i'll i'll, I'll open this this possible door since we since the, the movie established that dreams uh, are windows into other universes perhaps her subconscious was influenced by what actually did exist in other universes, but it still does raise the question: like, who's the daddy? Who's the daddy? Um, <laughs> you know, like, and, and the fact that it was like the house that that they live in looks a lot like the last Wandavision house. So I was like, wait, is she just going into another Wanda's Wandavision? These kids, but in this are- world, the Wandavision uh, is real. In right. this world, uh, Westview is real. The, yeah. the show just kept going on. That was just something, yeah, which means that that Wanda is just as evil. But um, I, like that that was something that it did take me out of the movie in real time. So like it, it isn't like one of those, you know, I'm sitting in the car the next day going, wait a second. Like in the movie, I was like, how are these kids real? I don't understand. You see, that that's and that's the difference between you and me, because I'll watch <laughs> the movie. That question will pop into my head and I'll be like not going to deal with that right now. Going to just enjoy the movie. <laughs> put that to the side. We'll talk it about that in my head. Podcast. But ignore that stuff like i don't know i can never just sit back and relax even the first time i watch it especially like i know some people look at that problem later but i have that problem when i first watch yeah. it and then i figured out and then it's me like if i feel like i don't think they're going to answer this question in the movie like if i think that we're we're supposed to yada 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 this in order to keep the movie moving i will i will file it away for later Let's talk about it later. Let's let's keep going. And and you know and uh, if there's too many things to file away later, then I will fall out of the, the narrative. But I'll be like, all right, I see what you're trying to do here. Yeah, and, I and, can kind of do that sometimes, depending yeah, on what it is. Yeah, and and let's 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 talk about the pace of this movie because we probably should talk about the fact that Sam Rainey had places that he needed to go, and he was like, you, look, we're nope, this train, nope, we're the doors are open and doors are closing. We're, we're right. We're back at the new destination. Like we, there is not a lot of time for you to contemplate your surroundings. We're we've got two hours, and it's going to be we're going to be all over the place. Um, I think that for a lot of the movie, that wasn't an issue, but it but it does hurt when you actually get somewhere and you need to breathe. Like it felt like the only time we got to breathe was because he had a horror sequence that he was setting us up for. Yeah, but in terms of emotional um moments in terms of uh letting the plot kind of settle a little bit he didn't have any time for that um and the pace of the movie is probably what helped me um yada 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 things because we're already moving on to the next thing but 
don't I mean I did clock these things I just said to myself sure. the movie's not interested in it so I guess for these next two hours I'm not going to be interested in it that's why we podcast <laughs> the, the, the only the only feeling I get here is that you that maybe they thought it could hand wave away the sort of logic of it all in terms of you know the kids or whatever purely because of the dark hole that's kind of the only reason you can sort of hand wave away logic because if you do have the evil corrupting influence there then it's not trying to get you to think of like um you know oh well i can handle this problem easily it's like no i'm going to take the kind of path of most resistance and kind of go about this the sort of monkey paw direction that you know i i i uh, have to kind of go through some other people to get what I want. And that's really kind of the, the sort of the only mm. quote unquote saving grace of, of sort of seeing that train of logic there. Because if, yeah, of course, again, if she's uh, in a lucid mind, uh, uh, you know, mind state, then, you know, any, you know, for her to be supposedly being reasonable, a reasonable person would be like, yeah, it, probably there are better ways to approach this. Yeah, but I mean, it was pretty, like, the amount of power that she had, like, mm -hmm. yeah, it like, I, and again, it's a knot that I don't know can be unknotted. Like, why didn't you just create your own kids? Like, right. You that, know? That's, that's literally the only kind of way that I was able to sort of square that circle and feel like that was, um, you know why she chose to go that route because i mean if like if it was just she's just reading from like you know the the handbook or whatever witchcraft grimoire just a normal book mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you wouldn't have really a reason to go down that path or but, i mean yeah. going back to what we said before about the montage you know mm -hmm. she had 18 months right so maybe in the montage she's like oh yeah i tried to create the kids again and then like, you know, and then six months went by and the kids turned to dust. And I was like, you know, fucked right. up. Right, exactly. That, that's what I'm <laughs> you know, like the, the, like the source of what she's looking for, even like, okay, again, even if you try to go that route, you, uh, of course, again, here we, we reiterate that it would have been really great to see this stuff illustrated, but it is it's going to lead you in that route just because of the nature of what the book is. Yeah. It, it you know, it's going to be like, okay, not just eye of mute. It's going to be like, oh, the skin from a corpse or whatever. It's going to be part mm -hmm. of the ingredients of the, whatever the spell yeah. is. But I, but I do, no, I mean, the more we talk about this, the more I realize that if they had actually, and they had 18 months worth of real estate, of story real estate, to go through all of the different flow charts of other things that Wanda could have done to where mm -hmm. she ends up at her wit's end. And she says, well, fuck right. it. If the only way to have my kids like live is to steal them from someone else and acquire unlimited power, you know, <laughs> like, to, like if, 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 you know, I think that it, she's still a villain, right? But it makes her villainous turn, it gives a little bit more weight to it yeah. because in her mind, like it's worth it. In her mind, mm -hmm. all really the other- The other choice. Yeah. And, and she's trying at this point, she's like, okay, well, look, I have to kill like, like a handful of people to make this happen, <laughs> um, you know, but like, but it's kind of worth it. It's kind of worth it. Um, and then, of course, we're like, no, it's really not worth it. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, and especially if you're America Chavez, you're like, uh, it's 
there's only one of me in the in the multiverse. Uh, I uh, this is where I I give the clear out play for Carlos. You know, uh, it's an isolation. I've I've you're you're dribbling at the top of the key. Uh, go ahead, go ahead and, and and talk about America Chavez. Uh, America Chavez in the comics. America Chavez is uh, this like you know seventeen year old ish. Uh, uh, Latina, um, who is pure, just confidence incarnate. She is so confident and uh, she's powerful and she's not ashamed of her power and she can travel through the multiverse and her parents have a very tragic backstory wherein they saved her universe by sacrificing themselves, which led her to want to be a hero. Um, she can fly. She's super, super strong. She can punch into the multiverse and she's, she's fantastic. Um, the movie she's she's younger and that's fine they 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 want them younger so that you know young avengers whatever, whatever so they can grow up yeah yeah whatever they're planning whatever they start her off younger that's fine she's not confident she's the opposite of confident she's very um scared of her own abilities in fact her abilities only work when she's scared when she's scared and then, you know again narratively that still works if it gets you to the confident America Chavez that that we know from the books but uh-huh. this character is just like she's not recognizable from the character in the books but she's also like not much of a character in my opinion uh-huh. you know I think if you were to like ask someone like describe America Chavez they'd give you what she looks like and that she likes pizza balls and that's like that's kind of she, she said much? one phrase in Spanish Carlos um, he said a couple there oh, were a okay. few a few lines in spanish <laughs> um which you know that's that's awesome that's great uh that she speaks spanish but um, first latino uh hero first latina sorry uh hero in the mcu first latina hero in the mcu not first latino because that's moon knight um <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah she's you know it, it obviously representation wise it's great that she's latina and you know and not they didn't whitewash her or something, but, but also they did kind of erase a, you know, a cultural identity that America Chavez in the comics is coded as Um, she is coded as being more Caribbean Latino, you know, Latina um, specifically, probably Puerto Rican as she I mean, listen, I've been to enough Puerto Rican day parades to know that that jacket would be well uh, (laughs) part of the uniform. Listen, that's Um, not even a costume. You can just buy it. Right, she got that right. Like, I feel like her origin story should be: she came to Earth, she landed at the Puerto Rican Day Parade, and she exactly. was like, she took the jacket, and she's like, "All right, this yeah, works. That's it. I'm in. Everyone <laughs> else is wearing this in this neighborhood, right? Um, <laughs> we, we should. In. I mean, obviously, I mean, I, I don't want to speak for anyone here, but you know, from an LGBT perspective of representation, we got none of that from her. Specific. The whole, the whole. I almost. I was it. trying to get at that with my Waldron interview, and he talked about the moms. Right, so. but for her in particular, though. Yeah. yeah, her her moms are lesbian, but she 
she is too. Like that <laughs> not like that that was not the fullness of the substance. They though. they literally like, well, she wears that pin and her jacket says, I think her jacket says amor es amor or love is love. I can't remember yeah. if it's yeah. Spanish. Yeah. But, but but I could wear a love is love. Exactly. Pin. Like I'm just exactly. that just makes me an ally. It doesn't make me a you know. exactly right. And and if your parents are lesbians, I would imagine yeah. you would I'd hope you'd be an ally. So yeah, no, they they were very non-committal on on that, and not that they won't get into it later, but they but, definitely that was something I was that was the younger actor, right? But 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 here's the thing, I set the bar super low. We talked about this. I said they're definitely casting her young so that they don't have to really grapple with her sexuality. Yeah. Um, but what uh-huh. I thought they were at least going to do is acknowledge that she liked girls, like just acknowledge it, like they wouldn't, you know. What did you say? I thought so too. And then I yeah. heard the thing they were cutting out from the other country to the countries wanted to cut out was the mom's thing. And I'm like, oh, they're not going to do it with her then. When they, yeah, when they were talking about like a 12 second segment has been cut from the film, it was like, oh, they're not getting into this at all. But like, it's it just so funny because when I first heard that they were refusing to cut stuff, and I'm like, oh, good. It's actually like part of the plot. And then I heard it was 12 seconds, and it was like, okay. Yeah, and even then, even when I knew it was only 12 seconds, I still thought it, it all it would have taken is one line of her being like, yeah, my girlfriend, or, you know, like. No, but I heard it was about the mom, so I'm like, okay, they're not going to do it with her. Yeah, well, as, as again, one of the most prominent uh, lesbian characters in the comics, you know, they definitely, when they cast her, they definitely, when they said she was going to be in the movie, got the goodwill of having, you know, the first openly gay character in the, <laughs> like super yeah this does not count for me that, I'm, i i hate to be that guy i hate to be that guy but it does not count i'm not saying she had to be no, like, I'm, 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 I'm surprised <laughs> sort of they actually showed the moms because when i heard it was 12 seconds, I'm like oh she's gonna mention her moms so i'm glad they showed the moms i guess because it's like we saw gay characters but like come on and i'm glad they didn't kill them no no yeah um, i'm glad they didn't you know, <laughs> Whatever, what? So it's not bury your gaze. It's more like lose your gaze. I mean, hide them away. Hide, hide them away, very, very far away, and make it super hard to reach them again. And then yeah. that's, the other, that's the other thing too about the you know the confidence aspect of America Chavez in the comics is like not only is she confident and Latina, confident and a woman, confident you know and and an alien or or whatever, yeah. confident also, and gay. He's also confident and gay. It's not. It's not a it's never been something she's been ashamed of right. or that she's had to, you know, um, come out to people. It's like, no, no, no. Like I, I am yeah. as out if as any, you are. Right. If anything, she looks at, at like people like at our world as kind of like foreign It's like, why are you, why are you guys hung up about this? It's just, right. just is what it is. She flirts with her best friend. And she's like, yeah, I've seen how you look at me. Like you're not totally straight. You know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You know, and I, and again, I knew we were going to lose that aspect, but I didn't think they were going to turn the dial down that low. Um, but we, we've now we did talk about this, you know, offline. So, you know, we can we can talk about it now. Like like I think that there was a there could have been a version of this movie where they start her off where her, where her powers come from fear. And then she realizes that her powers actually come from confidence. And so, and so then, you, you want you wanted the the sort of monsters inc emotional kind of inversal <laughs> inversion, like where it's like, oh, it starts from fear. <laughs> and it's like actually we get more power from laughter. Like, yeah, okay, <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah, that I mean I, no, I, because I, that because that would have explained 
that would in the it would be a single movie arc where she's no, this I, I like it, yeah yeah where she's like half in America you know but then like by the end of the movie she's actuated you know as full America and then she can be that America in subsequent appearances mm -hmm. right right but where they left her was kind of worse off than how they found her <laughs> like she like her power literally is you can punch into another universe they have her training an ability that's redundant to that and she's <laughs> not good at it well this one only lets her around the earth like or or i guess other planets but not interdimensional okay in so right so like yeah so 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 a lesser version of her power right right even though in order to defeat wanda she had to like precisely find a universe punch it open up a doorway hold that doorway be like don't worry we got this i, I used my powers i did the thing i did the thing <laughs> I, I i i did the thing that i said i couldn't do right i'm <laughs> i i won and then like later like no 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 we still no 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 you little girl we still have to teach you how to use a lesser version of your power right. you know like in tom or Taj, even though you're not a magician not right. at all. Comatage literally was yeah. like not helpful in protecting you at all. The only thing that would have been more disrespectful is if right next to her was Ned being like, woo! This shit is easy, dog! That was another situation. It was like at the end of Comatage, I'm like, didn't you all just die like <laughs> yesterday? <laughs> Again, wiped out. Wasn't there one sorcerer left? Yeah, there was like yeah, there were like five sorcerers left amongst an army of corpses. There you know was, what I mean? Like, no, no Wong. It must be me. there was one Negro remaining, just so <laughs> she was available to sacrifice herself to try to destroy the, the book. Oh, okay. I, hope, I almost wish they had she was gone. sacrificing herself for an Asian man. So <laughs> that's yeah, exactly. It's a it's a fair trope. Yeah. I, now, well, I, I almost wish that they that they went full like humor into that and showed like some of the dead uh showed some of the dead wizards like still around like oh no 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 it's cool it's a spell we're back we're, we're, we're i'm this zombie version of myself we're, you like know. when like when businesses were trying to avoid that covid was happening like no no everyone in the office on monday we're not closing this up yeah exactly um yeah because all dead I don't care. <laughs> she killed. Listen, we saw the aftermath of Wanda. Like oh, she, she <laughs> fucked them up, and they had the school fully up and running. Like you know, pay no attention. Pay no attention to the. To the you were you were part of the new incoming class of uh, 2025. Pay no attention to what happened in class of 2024. But, <laughs> Meanwhile, that one guy is still running. Like he's just running through the through the Tibetan mountains or whatever. Oh man. The one who right. busted up the shield. Uh, speaking of one-sided uh, demolition, I, I we get to have our fun. Uh, grand opening, grand closing <laughs> for the Illuminati anymore or the L Illuminati. Um, <laughs> the Illuminati so much. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Have your this is pun parade time because uh, everybody's favorite. Cameo fest. Uh, I mean, all. I mean, yeah. Let's. I, I'm trying to think of other people who could have showed up to get to get destroyed by Wanda. That that, that needs to be a meme. 
you know, yeah. like other Illuminati members that that didn't make the cut, but Wanda definitely cut them into pieces. Did you um, did your guys' theater laugh when Mordo said he was part of the Illuminati? No. My theater burst out into laughter. Like they didn't know what the Illuminati was from the comics. So they're just like, okay. oh, the Illuminati. Like, oh, and he, I guess he's from the... Hey, Kanye West Illuminati. Honestly, it, it would have been so much like, we, the, I was just about to kind of make that point. Like, um, Doctor Strange reacts to the name Illuminati. He's like, Illuminati. Like, I, I would have I would have easily made that like, you, you mean like they found YouTube? <laughs> yeah, Beyonce should have been sitting there like Illuminati. Right, that's that's not some like outlandish thing that nobody has ever heard of. Everybody right. has heard of whether or not you believe me. Everybody has heard of the conspiracy theories of like the Illuminati. So like for that line, I feel like that line especially fell short. When everyone yeah. laughed, I was like, "Oh yeah!" Like <laughs> if, you, if you've never heard of this, that's like that is a joke in a movie. Like yeah. that just sounds like and and joke. you know and, and and this is me being pedantic, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna be do it. like you're calling your group the Illuminati, but everybody knows about you. Mm-hmm. Isn't that like not how the Illuminati works? <laughs> like, aren't you supposed I... to be like the shadow <laughs> group that you know works in? in secret to be fair to be fair our group is called the avengers <laughs> and they don't avenge much like, i mean mostly they do though they they kind of avenge after the thing has already happened <laughs> yeah it's like usually a thing that tony did and they're like oh we got to avenge that i mean they literally built a pre um, i don't take tony and- slander the saying <laughs> it's not slander when it's true is what i said <laughs> but, he did it for well, them though he always well, did I, it for them i i will at least say that um a point was brought up um in in the chats that i feel is really relevant to kind of acknowledge or at least um entertain where these these people calling themselves i mean how how kind of uh up your own butt do you have to be to call yourself the Illuminati anyway? Like we are the enlightened ones. But like to have them be gathered in that way, especially given how easily they are dispatched, it is entirely possible that they were purposely meant to be kind of that that sort of don't meet your own heroes or whatever. Like, you know, they people, uh, the the fans sort of put mm-hmm. that name or that group in this sort of pedestal of like oh they're supposed to be so impressive and then no they're so like kind of full of themselves that they let you know they they, they don't really take the preparations that they should have taken and in fact they're like totally misguided about what the threat Look, is they they're giving they're giving jedi council vibes let's let's yes. all see. they're giving yes. prequel yeah. jedi council vibes they're giving like every ineffectual group mm-hmm. of people that are like oh we're we're totally safe. Like, you yeah. know, like, and then they get they, they're listen, those of you who've seen Moon Knight, spoilers for Moon Knight, but uh the the group of the Pantheon of Gods, yeah. Yeah. Like, they're, they're every group that we like, and again, this is another one of those situations where while I was watching the movie, I was like, Oh, this is what we're doing. <laughs> Can't wait. But I will say, wait, wait, I want I want to get this one off because it's really important. I hope. Because the only way this makes sense is if they never bring back the Illuminati again. Because yeah. 
it has to be grand opening, grand closing, because yeah. you you introduce them with such grandeur, you introduce them with such pomp and circumstance, only for them to get summarily dispatched in one of the most gruesome and mm-hmm. definitive ways possible. You can't show your like the Illuminati name is dead and buried. Can't bring it back. Dunzo. Yeah, and I, I, honestly, I think that's the point. Like we might we might get something like um like the the cosmic sort of defenders we might get like the the order or some other kind of group name or whatever like it, we may see a similar sort of arrangement again but yeah you're right to have it be like oh they're the Illuminati like I I think that the purpose there was sort of that that sort of uh, uh ineffectual like big. Uh, you know, high horse sort of body that is 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 purposely for you know that purpose in the story. I almost was expecting like one of the post credit scenes to be like that was the fake Illuminati, <laughs> and there's a real, there's an Illuminatier above that. <laughs> you know, uh, I mean, it wasn't very clandestine. Their yeah. their headquarters appear to be in Central Park. <laughs> yeah, they were, they were right. right. Um, I again, I would enjoy it infinitely less if we are expected to believe that there's a real Illuminati out there. Um, especially, look, okay, now I'm really going to get on my, I'm really going to get off because for years I have had to deal with that incessant fan casting of John Krasinski, <laughs> Reed Richards based on a couple panels where a dude a white dude with a beard looks like another white dude with a beard that is the only thing that people have been focusing on he's got a beard this other guy's got a beard they could definitely play each other and i think it's incredibly cute that you think that because we saw john krasinski die (laughs) that he's not going to still be on people's minds as like hey but what if the multiverse (laughs) I, I mean, I hear you. A, I don't think he was very good. And neither do I. Neither I do didn't I. have a, see enough of him to form an opinion, really. It was just the so fact good. that you, the fact that you saw as much. This is a guy who's campaigned for the role for years, and hmm, hmm, he was just kind of there. I, honestly, I, I, I agree, and like I hate to say it because I, you know, it is sort of. I don't know, just just the sort of discourse lately, I mean, is just garbage. But yes, I do agree that um, Krasinski did not put his best foot forward. I don't know if that was writing direction or just his acting or some combination of all of that. But yeah, and and frankly, I feel like we should have got it out of our systems. We probably haven't because that conversation is yeah, not going to be done that is, that is a who is we situation randy uh, <laughs> we yeah, we the, here the African, on the podcast it's like who is we yes i get it but <laughs> but you know yeah obviously as much as it's still going to be discussed um yes i have been thoroughly kind of you know i've, I've had that taste washed out of my mouth <laughs> yeah and he I do died. think though that if I'm putting money on it, he's he's gonna be Reed Richards. Like I, I had mean, it, it, the only I thing mean, if it's him versus that, if it's him versus the field, you're still putting your money on him. Yes, and I and I will give you uh, 
that they just announced that whatever show he does is ending right in time mm-hmm. to yeah, make this movie. Uh, and and the director, Ryan. the director left Fantastic Four. There's people expecting him to direct it, though, not be in it necessarily. It's possible that he's just going to be on as director, or it's possible. But he's he also has other projects. He also had other projects for Paramount that he's going to be directing. The only thing that I will say is that I hope that the writing and directing improves. He's he's not like he was never actually like on my top list of people that I was hoping would be cast in the role. But if he is cast, they need to do something about that. Like, cause nah. (laughs) <laughs> so here's so here's what I'm going to say in in defense of my perspective here. Um, this was his first appearance, and mm-hmm. normally, when even though I understand multiverse, all other stuff, not not the real Reed Richards, right? <laughs> like, but he didn't make much of a showing, right? Like no. Peggy Carter, like made more of a showing against Wanda than Reed did, like. Uh, Wanda got her line off like she got one of the like the you know most villainous lines of like do you oh so you so you have children is is there is there mother uh around good because they'll have someone to take care of them (laughs) you know he he got he got black bolt killed like that was that was real dumb that was like weird like black bolt got killed in such a way where you're like yeah we're we're done with that yeah you know like uh, the worst kill, which I, you know, I have, I have, I definitely have a theory as to why the worst kill was the worst kill, and that is definitely Maria Rambo. Um, mm. I do need to rewatch. I do need to rewatch the movie because someone proposed the possibility that Wanda took away her powers. Um, mm. She absorbed it. She absorbed her powers. If that happened, it makes the kill infinitely better because yeah. she died by statue. Uh, right. A statue fell on her. Uh, we know from our Earth that Captain Marvel should not die by a statue falling on her, but yeah. like that was rough sledding. Um, I mean, no- it, it's like the the only thing I can kind of add there is that um, I I do know that she kind of had a, a little psychic battle with Charles Xavier, so you know a, a feat of telepathy, um, a con- well not common, but I mean a, a fairly well known feat is the ability to kind of shut the mind off from being able to use his powers yeah. or something like that. So, I mean, it's it's possible that she did something mm-hmm. of that order to-, to I, I do think though, the, the function of that scene was to to show us how powerful Wanda- right. Oh yeah, for sure. That she can basically yeah. take out a, a team of Avengers on her own. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so if she is absorbing <clears throat> Marvel's powers, they need to tell us, oh, she took my powers. Like, the, yeah. and then- and then Wanda needs to kill her with her own powers. Like that, that's yes. kind of what needs to happen. Now, and that takes me to the second part of my theory. And we're all going to, we're in a safe space. Uh, that being a very free podcast that anyone can listen to anywhere on the internet. But, you know, as someone who sees the numbers, I know that fewer people see them than, my, than see my Twitter timeline, um, which is they didn't want the gif of this white woman completely destroying a black woman in the way that she destroyed everybody else. They did not want that gift making the rounds around the internet. And uh, they did what they had to do to make sure that there was not footage uh, that could be, that could be, it could be basically a Hawkeye Ronin situation, if you know what I mean. So they couldn't catch, they they didn't want to have them two be in the same, like in the Mm -hmm. same, uh, in in the same, 
screenshot <laughs> as, as the death was happening. Well, the, the other the other side of that is based on the Reed Richards moments, they were they were not in the same room at the same time. Guys. Like, <laughs> I mean, I mean that's know, probably true too. There I'm just saying the only thing like, more powerful than the hex is black Twitter, is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like it looked like early like CG where people are talking to tennis balls because it was like Reed Richards is talking to Doctor Strange this way, but he's over here. You know, it was like <laughs> Oh, that they're not in the same room. That they was a, that was a Zoom call, is what it yes, was. Exactly. <laughs> um, but listen, maybe it's true, maybe it's not. That's that's my head canon. My head canon is that they did not want those two in the same frame of uh, where where she was getting. Listen, if if let's be honest here, if she did to Maria Rambo what she did to Black Bolt, right. There yeah. would be some problems. That's the only yeah. black person that she's allowed to attack. Black Bolt. <laughs> it, it, like even mortal, was, even mortal lived. Even mortal lived. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> he was dispatched quickly by falling into a pretty shallow ditch. Yeah, and he's magical. Whatever. Um, <laughs> right. Listen. Even even the even the even the black um, sorceress. Like she didn't get killed by Wanda. She 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 died by. It's like, the dark hold, the dark hold. It was <laughs> the thing about the Captain Marvel death too is that like the other ones are all related to their powers. Yeah, Black Bolt dies by his own voice. Mm-hmm. Reed Richards is strung apart like string cheese. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Captain Carter gets uh, the shield. To, yeah. You know, with, I guess I would, we're supposed to assume cuts her in I, half. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've honestly, I feel like that's where the PG thirteen versus rated R thing because if it was rated R, she would have been decapitated. Um, <laughs> I feel like if it, I feel like if it was rated R. What you would have gotten is the scene where she's like that, and then looking at the screen, and then splits in half. That's what I was like waiting for. It was like the kind of like where her left side goes one way, her right side goes the other. Yeah. But oh, I just Lord. like I just like the idea of Cap being decapitated. Yeah. <laughs> um, but um. But, but yeah, but Captain Marvel is like, and you all know Captain Marvel's history ties very closely to statues. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, off-screen death. But like if she had absorbed all her powers until Captain Marvel died, mm-hmm. that would have been more tied to Captain Marvel's power set at least. Sure. I mean, she, yeah, she even kills Charles Xavier psychically. Like, mm-hmm. like all of them were killed in the way that she, she went at their strength and got them there, except for Captain Marvel, which is like, everyone knows your weaknesses, statues. <laughs> can we talk about how gruesome that uh like did your whole uh stu- did your whole auditorium uh gasp when she uh ripped charles xavier's face off i think we all jumped because it was like <laughs> a high pitch like because she comes out of the clouds and just, yeah, she comes out of the red mist and yeah. then she's like Tah! yeah and, yeah <laughs> that was that was rough sledding for I like um, i don't know i feel like a younger Charles would have been like, Wanda, I'll be right back. I'm going to get out of this psychic white room because that red cloud is coming at me in very slow motion. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got I to gotta say this, and I, I, it, take, it gives me no joy to say this, but uh, our boy Patrick Stewart was looking, was looking really, was really looking really rough. He's got to um, be what, 90? Like He's, he's in his like- late 80s. Um, like, I hope we don't, I hope they don't try to like bring him back. I really hope they recast him. Yes, they have to. They have to, especially since there are no X Men projects on the horizon. Like he'll be a hundred by the time they. 
Yeah. He's um uh he's only 81. God, he looks old. Oh wow. Yeah, he, he looks old. I've seen him. What's weird is that I've seen him in other things looking spry. I was I was not expecting how not spry he looked in this movie. Um it made and, and again it, it fed into the idea that this Illuminati group uh should never come back. Shouldn't should never come back. It also yeah. it also again speaks to the the weirdness of this script and the and the very choppy nature of it that it's like he's on trial strange is on trial and the illuminati comes out and they're all like yeah you're guilty because we we know you from from around the way and then everyone leaves and patrick stewart's like let him go let's see what kind of strange he's like wait you were in the last scene though like, right it's like were, why were you not the dissenting voice like, I don't, like, yeah. like why, why couldn't you say that then Right, it's so weird that, that and it, it only serves the purpose to give him that line, yeah, to give him that line to get Xavier there later so he can die last, and to let Strange not be in that room with the Illuminati as well, mm. fighting Wanda. Like it, it's it's all that. Like, but it's a you know that that's that's bad that's bad screenwriting basically. Yeah. Like you're you're just having problems that were problems last scene get solved this scene by a line is not great. Yeah. It's true. It's true. Um, the this like I, I understand a lot. They they wanted to do a misdirect. They wanted people to think that oh the Illuminati they're the real they're the real danger, uh-huh. you know. Um, and but but one thing I will come back to is that I I do like the idea that part of what Strange, given that it is a strange movie, part of what Strange is grappling with is this uh this one notion that keeps coming back which is that all these other strangers, uh, they're control freaks. Uh, they need to be the one holding the scalpel, but knife, whatever, <laughs> however you wanna you know, badly draw the line, um, that these other strangers were able to, um, you know, they, they were able to be seduced by the whatever, by power, by the dark hold, um, in this, in similar way to how Wanda was seduced, and mm-hmm. and everyone thinks that all strangers are the same, and that this strange is also going to, um, you know, fall into the same trap, right. and you know, our Stephen six one six six one six six our Stephen, you know, has to uh, reckon with that. That um, maybe he's different. Maybe he uh, can break the, you know, break the pattern that a- appears to befall all the other strangers, you know, right. maybe he is a superior strange, but I mean, the ancient one said he's the best of us. Right. So mm. we didn't get an ancient one cameo on this. I was a little disappointed. Were you? I was, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I guess it would have been bad if she showed up just to get murdered uh, by Wanda. That would have been been rough. It would have been dope as hell, though, if they gave us like an actual Asian ancient one in the right, exactly. And then and then had her mur- that had that person get murdered by Wanda. That ancient one could have that ancient one could have been the one to free Strange. Mm. See, but but you're not the one writing the movie, so we got. <laughs> you know? no, you- you get Ken Watanabe in his uh, in his Ra's al Ghul uh, <laughs> costume. I'm sure he still got it at the crib, and and yeah, and then he just says, "You're not like our strange." I can tell, and then he lets him go. Okay. I have to go and 
All right, Julia, right. I, I, you're fading fast. You know, this is what, <laughs> this is what Lauren I'm lying about. on the floor. I'm <laughs> lying on the floor. Nap time but, with Julia. But, but I definitely want to hear your final thoughts, your most, your, your spiciest thoughts, your most, uh, um, you know, polarizing thoughts about the movie so that we can uh, carry it Um, forward. I don't know. I've already pretty much talked about it. The Wanda stuff was the main thing I had a problem with, I guess. Um, I find it interesting that Strange is the one having all the relationships with. The, okay, that sounded weird. Relationships with the teenagers, but like you know, <laughs> the, um, it is like the, it is strange, but go on. Yeah, um. the parental relationships with the teenagers near Spider-Man, and now he's got America, which that's an interesting pairing. See, I say pairing, and that sounds wrong too. But you know, like you know, <laughs> yeah. matchup. Um, I like that. Um, I don't know that ice cream song though. I don't know. <laughs> that was a weird moment. Um, but I do like, I do want some pizza balls now. And I saw someone made them on Twitter. So that's interesting. What? Um, so that's my stream of consciousness thoughts on the movie. Um, looking forward to the next Doctor Strange one, whenever that is. Um, Wanda ain't dead. So I'm just saying that now she's not dead. So mm-hmm. Do you have that, any, do you have any Clea thoughts? No, because I didn't really know who she was. Um, it's cool to see Charlize Theron in the MCU. I've heard their love interest, so hopefully that works well. Hopefully yeah, I mean, if, if if getting married makes you a love interest, I, I I've I've heard that that's not always the case. <laughs> not necessarily. Uh, ho- hopefully, there should be both love and interest if you get married. Yes, I'm told <laughs> that love and marriage go together like a a horse and carriage. Yeah, I I, I too have heard that. From for someone in Chicago too. Yeah, right. <laughs> so yeah, um, so that was that's my thoughts. Um, yeah, um, I hope Thor is better than this. I'm pretty sure it will be, so that's good. Um, uh, so I'm looking forward to that one. But I did like Moon Knight, so that I, I like after my frustrations with Wanda. I see, I saw, I saw it at a press screening on Monday last week. So I saw the Moon Knight finale after I saw this movie, and mm-hmm. Moon Knight finale gave me all the good feelings. So that made me happy. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Well, thank yeah. you again for joining us. It's 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 great. Like the listeners can't see, you know, that you're all like uh, sprawled out on your side. <laughs> yeah, I'm lying on the floor. On I have a pillow and a blanket, and I'm in my pajamas, and I'm lying on the floor. And I have not been this whole time. I've been only been for like the past like 15 minutes. Like I was originally sitting up and everything. Mm-hmm. No, I'm lying down now. You're and sitting up and ready to fuck. Now they're off, and I'm on the ground. You went so from sitting up and yawning to laying down with your eyes closed. It's like, oh yeah, my eyes were like yeah. closing while you're talking, and I'm still listening. But it's like, oh, I'm gonna. I was worried I would fall asleep because I've fallen asleep on video calls before. Okay, oh, well, this movie has taught us that when you when you fall asleep and you dream, you're just connecting with your multiversal self. So, um, oh yeah, I had a fun thing with Waldron on that. So everyone, be sure if you're listening to this after Thursday, May, well listen to my interview or go read or whatever my interview with michael waldron because i discussed that with him okay and yeah we'll do listeners um, yeah i don't like to self-promote too much but i will, did really like getting to do that so definitely thank you. yeah yeah there's a variant of you that loves to self-promote and you know you just need to you know reach out to that variant let like they're, they're going to take over you like a you know they're going to jump in a dream walk, in your dream walk you know so. oh boy well i guess maybe they just took over now all right julia bye bye see ya bye so let's yeah let's talk about the dream walking um did it work for you did it not work for you 
I I did not hate it. I also didn't like. I mean, it. I, I I understand its purpose, and I do like the fact that they sort of um they they make the the idea of like dreams because uh in the comics it it, it reminds me of nightmare because like nightmare is capable of influencing minds, but he can't like interact with you know he can't interact directly with the physical world. So you kind of have that similar sort of um sinister influence in terms of dream walking so that is is a really good connection you know obviously nightmares by the movie but still kind of having that uh idea of psychic influence working in that way mm-hmm. um and it is a very easy ability to kind of uh corrupt or, or use for sort of nefarious purposes so right. it, it it definitely did work in terms of you know uh kind of getting the being another moral line to kind of draw yeah that's what i'm and i was that's what i was thinking i think it i think that it worked from a perspective of like when they explain when they introduce the concept of dreamwalking the Mm -hmm. the disgust that um wong um i think it was wong who talked about it that you know when he was explaining how it worked Mm -hmm. like it it showed that it was like a line that you shouldn't cross um and then the fact that wanda crossed it so easily um, the, it also worked from the perspective of incorporating the horror elements because yeah. we understand that someone's basically like being, you know, uh, puppet mastered yeah. and it allowed for the characters to move in unnatural ways. So we got some of the more chilling sequences because, I mean, you know, she's just puppeteering this version yeah. of Wanda. However, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that's the same Wanda that forgave her at the end. And right. I don't know about you, <laughs> but if someone like she was walking around barefoot on like broken glass and all mm-hmm. types of stuff, like if someone took over my body and ran me through all like all types of battles while I was just like a passenger in my own body, I'd that would give me pause in terms of forgiving <laughs> that person uh, well, down listen, the line. Our Wanda should just go back and get those kids because their mother's wanted for like quintuple <laughs> homicide. I mean, who who among us has <laughs> dabbled in dark forces and and uh, and uh, overshadowed uh, another person's conscious uh, a variant of ourselves <laughs> to to uh, meet our nefarious ends? Who among us? So the the dream walking it it like you said led to a horror element, and I am one hundred percent here. From all of the Sam Raimi horror, like I don't like horror movies, but Sam Raimi's brand of horror, which is also funny and like practical enough that you're like, you can just like even just admire it on a craftsman kind of level. Mm -hmm. Um, I dug the the dream walking, even if it doesn't make a ton of sense, but it also like not only did it lead to like some scary, you know, quote unquote scary shit in for a Marvel movie, it also led to like the most like punk rock like fucking not metal badass like doctor strange in a zombie body oh yes which led to like when he's like fighting with the demons and i think it's christine is like why are you fighting them he's like oh fuck you're right and makes he turns out of demons that That is so fucking punk rock that was (laughs) that is the side of a van 
you know like <laughs> like you're riding to your gig a fucking wizard with a cloak made of demons are oh, you kidding me? a zombie wizard a with zombie a cloak wizard? wizard with a cloak made of demons a you zombie know. wizard who is possessed like that's amazing and then like but then that also leads into like at the end when he's talking to america chavez and they're doing the close-ups our crowd at my theater was laughing because the longer you linger on that face it does look ridiculous like mm. it it is silly but whereas that would normally undermine a horror movie or or, or undermine the moment and maybe it does kind of undermine this moment it's still it's sam raimi like it's supposed yeah. to be kind of goofy it's silly you know like if he could have gotten Bruce Campbell a, a bigger role in this movie, he would have. Like Bruce Campbell would have been all over. Bruce Campbell should have been Mr. Fantastic. That would have been amazing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but you know, like, like it, it's it's not only is it Sam Raimi knows what the fuck he's doing when he's making scary sequences in movies. He knows how to make mm-hmm. tension, he knows how to cut, he knows how to you know zoom in and exactly score. Right. Yeah, exactly he and Elfman and I forget the name of his editor, but like they know exactly what they're doing and they work really well in concert. Um, But also he uses the same mechanisms to make us laugh. And that's like, there are funny moments in, even like in the Spider-Man movies, there are funny moments where he's using the same cutting techniques that, you know, in in the first Spider-Man, when Tobey Maguire is learning how to to web sling Mm -hmm. and he hits the wall and it like jump cuts to him running home, like right Mm -hmm. after that. Like that's a that's a Sam Raimi like he would use the same thing for horror, but he's used it to make you laugh. And in that sequence with the zombie strange, I'm laughing and I'm like, that is a badass design. Like that is amazing. Yeah, I um, would buy the collectible of Zombie Strange. With the fucking <laughs> demon cloak. Oh, it was so cool. Yeah, they're gonna make. They probably are still gonna make their money back on pops, yeah. right? Oh yeah. For- <laughs> I, I I don't know if this is gonna be a pop, but I, I definitely am seeing like the little uh uh, uh whatever it is one thirteenth or one sixth or whatever uh 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 like I, I literally just went to the comic shop the other day and like one of those little statues yeah that's where we're getting one of those oh there will definitely there's gonna be a pop of, yeah. of pizza papa and there's gonna be a pop of you know there are so many pops in. <laughs> every every it's like star wars action figures every minor character that had any moment of screen time will get a pop i just mm-hmm. want i just want string cheese uh mr fantastic <laughs> um that should be a play-doh set <laughs> <laughs> oh man um but yeah like let's i guess we want to we we should talk about earth 838 wanda and her um endless capacity for forgiveness because she's the real mvp of this movie uh but for like but for her wanda that's the she was the only it, it turned out what the only person who could defeat wanda was another wanda <laughs> you know what that that climax when i when i saw it in theaters like yeah i saw spider-verse i know how this goes <laughs> wilson fisk sees his family and they're all horrified by the monster he is and then he loses them um you know it was effective to an extent uh it is heartbreaking that her you know that she's she's wanted these children and they're terrified of her um but it wasn't just that they were terrified of her it was that like because here's the thing like it rang hollow in spider sorry in wandavision 
that to have like uh, Monica Rambo, Monica Rambo, another Rambo, uh, be yeah. like, oh, we forgive you for all your transgressions, right? I'll never exactly. know what you sacrificed. Exactly. But to have like another Wanda forgive her transgressions, you know, that's that's where you get into like deep psychoanalytic theory, right? Because it's like they're uh, the idealized version, the self that she envies, the self that mm-hmm. she's been, you know, abusing this whole time the self that, you know, she's trying to take her children away. That's the one that gives her the grace. That's the one that says, I understand, you know, and I forgive you. It, it, it can be a, a, a very, you know, on the nose uh, metaphor for yeah. uh, someone's capacity to come back from, from even the darkest of the dark side. To that, forgive you know, themselves. Yeah, to be able to forgive yourself is the first step to, you know, becoming your, your best self. You know, so I guess I wish she she forgave herself. Like, you know, and obviously we get the metaphorical forgiving of yourself with your variant, mm-hmm. but I kind of I don't know. I just no, I I, I, I wouldn't I, have liked I, that I, because I, she thought I she was in the right though. Right. <laughs> I, I don't think you could do that in this movie. Right. Not in this movie, no. It wouldn't work well, because we saw it at the end of WandaVision. <laughs> yes, yeah, the thing. Like, no, but the, but I mean, I hear that, but it, I mean, this is why, like, I, I, what she did in WandaVision kind of didn't really get reckoned with. Um, it didn't because the whole time she was going through, like, okay, first of all, we had the, the delusion aspect like, you know, self-delusion and kind of roping everybody into her, into her, um, you know, fantasy. Mm-hmm. We, we, at the end, she, she reckons with the fact that, okay, what I'm doing is not great. And so I have to go ahead and let these people go. Right. But she doesn't, I, I don't really see there that the, the kind of, I've grieved for my family and now I'm moving on. It's that it, it's, you know, especially as informed by this movie, it's that I want to try to find another way. That yeah. the way I did before didn't work. And so now I and, can try. And I also think that like WandaVision was more about vision. Mm-hmm. Um, it was more about her dealing with losing him than right. it was about the kids. The kids were sort of an extension of the life that she could have had with vision right. um, in, in that project. And you know, her imprisoning, wholly unnecessarily, but whatever, her imprisoning this whole family, I mean, sorry, this whole town in order to create this perfect family, um, that, w- that was a new set of sins that she needed to atone for. And she goes off into isolation and presumably that's her atonement. However, you know, we don't see her coming out on the other side of that, you know, and again, like we said earlier on the show, we also didn't see her not coming out on the other side of that in this movie. We just see that she didn't, (laughs) you know? Um, So, but we also, but one thing that I did like about the movie, and I know some people had a problem with it, the lack of vision in the movie didn't bother me at all. No, me neither. No, Um, it couldn't have been there. Because once you put vision into the movie, that, that to me really undercuts WandaVision. You know, if she's mourning vision again, if she's, you know, oh, I get to be, I get to bring vision back too, you know, 
then then it's a complete undoing of one. I mean, that one's way more one. forgivable. Just go get the robot from another. <laughs> <laughs> the the one the one thing again that that sort of frustrated me um you know my own expectations for for um this movie was like i was kind of hoping that they would address quicksilver like i mean mm. at all yeah i mean he's I, he's craving the hunter now he's no, got I this know, like know, great beard like he's, he's looking pretty awesome I know, and and that you know, whether that movie turns out to be good or whether it turns out to be a Sony movie still remains to be seen. I'm I'm just saying, you know, I, I would at least like her to to kind of address it. I don't know, and like she could have said that she like tried to do something, or like, I would at least you know because that was kind of her first tragedy that we saw her undergo. And well, she, her parents first, but yeah, well, yeah, yeah, right, her family. So. Mm. You, I would at least like to see that, and but yeah, I, I feel like the the fact of her trying to reclaim her kids is like a, another sort of speed bump on her road to progress. Uh, uh, you know, obviously that's a huge understatement, <laughs> but that is it, it made sense that Vision was not there because it really did feel like she had kind of reckoned with that. Yeah, the thing is that, um, and maybe it's because I'm a parent and it hit different. But the scene in WandaVision where she tucks them in for the last time mm-hmm. says, like, thank you for choosing me mm-hmm. to be your mom and, like, closes the door and knows that's the last time she's going to see her kids. Mm-hmm. Like, and then she goes downstairs and says goodbye to Vision. Like, that's a great moment in an otherwise, like, I didn't like the finale very much. That's a great mm-hmm. moment in that finale. And then the world kind of collapses and then she flies away. Um it does feel like all of that was being grouped together. Like she was saying bye to a family, not to like, well, I'm past vision, but now I've got to deal with grieving for my kids. It just felt like she was grieving with the fact that that family wasn't real. Yeah. And, and so that this, this movie does feel like it undercuts to me, at least it does feel like it undercuts her arc in WandaVision okay. um, in a way that I feel like only really happens because these two projects were not oh. seeing eye. I mean, to eye, it's know? tough I mean, for that's, that's it's tough fair. for me because I'm not a parent, right. you know. So I I do like as someone who aspires, maybe you know, like like I think of like my partner, and then I also think like as two different entities, sure. you know. So like losing a partner is one kind of grief, and then losing a child is a different kind of grief. Mm-hmm. So it so sure. I can totally understand that she would have gotten over like an actual dude that she was in a relationship with over years and had a vision of a, of a life together, <laughs> you know, that, that she didn't get as being one thing, right. That a lot of people would, would totally understand is a valid thing to mourn. Mm-hmm. The thing about their kids though, that makes it different is that they weren't real. Right. So it- like, so yeah, she gets I, I, to she gets to look at the whole world or sorry the, the whole world gets to look at her as like what are you doing you're mourning these kids that, that didn't exist and she gets to be angry at the world she gets mm-hmm. to be resentful of the fact that it's like you're telling me that my grief about these kids you're telling me my fit my sense of loss about these kids isn't valid because mm-hmm. you know they weren't real but they were real to me 
Mm-hmm. Right. No, and and if the only don't... way, if the only way to make them real is to take them from somewhere where they are real, mm-hmm. then fuck it. I'm going to do it. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and, I can, and again, I can understand that being a, a different motivation than what happened with vision. And, and again, it goes back to the idea that her, her source of, of information and her guiding principle is the dark hold. It's true. Again, mm-hmm. if, if she was like looking at the, the book that, that the, the charmed ones read and charmed, if she was like reading from the, the spell book in Sabrina the Teenage Witch, if it was mm-hmm. any other kind of magical thing or whatever, then they could have just been like, oh, I have knew whatever. But <laughs> no, this one is going to give you the, the kind of darkest possible rationale for how to deal with your thought process. Yeah, but I feel it, like that's metatextual. Yeah. Like if the movie didn't give us that, Right. Like it, it's asking a lot of us to, to take that, to take that leap with us. Right. And we know, like like we know it from like being comic readers, mm-hmm. but like the, the movie didn't spell out yes. that, that the dark hold would be, would be twisting her logic. Like, right. Well, all we get is Agatha saying like, you have no idea what you've unleashed. Yeah. Oh no, but I meant like I meant the movie specifically. Right. right. Like, that, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. It, it should have been better, like actually illustrated. And that, you know, we we kind of covered that already, but it yeah. should have been like scenes of what she's trying to do. She's experimenting magically with what is possible, what you know, sort of the price of each attempt mm-hmm. that she takes. And we should have seen that. And that again, that would have been like another good avenue for sort of a horror aspect as well. To be like, oh well, you tried this, and you know, some kind of mm-hmm. weird old hellish effect it didn't go how you thought it was gonna go. Yeah. But, so, yeah. so there was one line in the movie that hit that I thought hit harder than maybe it hit hard on the page too, but it definitely hit hard in the theater. Um, you know, when when Wong tells her that it's like, you know, you made your kids with magic, you know, and she's like, doesn't every mother? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Like, and then I was like, oh, this movie's coming out Mother's Day weekend. <laughs> like, the initials of the movie, MOM, Multiverse of Madness. <laughs> like, right on, right on point. Like, um, you know, it, it, it tied into the idea. Like we, we were, it was still early on in Wanda's like villainous, villainous yeah. journey, but it was just kind of like, I can buy it. I can buy that. Like once she's in, she's in. You know, I like, mean, she she has had a, a relationship with a being that is an unconventional uh, uh, being. A, a toaster, know, she, a toaster. She's uh, <laughs> basically, you know, she 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 essentially got like an animated blow up doll, and that's her man. Like that's mm. you know, and so she's used to kind of having this this sort of uh, strange kind of patchwork family that she's kind of made for herself or, or put together for herself and you know so she wouldn't sort of have this idea of like um that just because they were uh created by some supernatural or or, or kind of you know sci-fi way that it's somehow not valid she's like no they're still my family yeah and yeah and, and, and to be fair what is real when your power is literally reality manipulation? That's true. Like, right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Now, I have questions. Um, like, how did Wanda know America Chavez exists? 
um peering through the multiverse seeing different things maybe she's just i mean an the anomaly. the dark hole just becomes like our our answer no, for all I, mean, I i honestly i hate to say it but you you kind of do get i mean it, it had scarlet witch in there so but yeah. it, it has information i would at least say that kind of nudges you in that direction of, of yeah. like finding the answer but finding the grimmest possible answer no, but I, I, what I'm saying is I could, if, if, if we are buying the fact that she's looking through the multiverse for her kids mm-hmm. and she keeps seeing this like random person that is the right. same person going from universe to universe, mm-hmm. like I could see that being intriguing. It would have been nice again for them to show true. that, yes. right? Yes. You know, um, but I can buy that she, once she discovers, oh, this is this being that exists like that has the ability to um you know go from world to world her power will enhance mine um I, you know i can buy it as sure. as not it's not a massive leap um but but again maybe we have to talk about the incursion of it all um now i because i saw some commentary uh talking about the incursions was what were you guys's understanding of how the incursions work Two universes collide. That's that's kind of what I got from it. Yeah. Okay. So 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 you're not you're not in the camp that thinks that incursions are caused by um, anything that these magicians are doing. No, not necessarily. But there has to be, right? It has to be. There has to be a cause for it because isn't it that strange caused an incursion? The strange at the end caused an incursion. The, the evil strange or whatever yeah that's the part that i was well, well, a little what bit... did he do that caused it though i mean like it's, it's yeah. possible that a mage could do it but again i i kind of you know not gonna you know claim to have the greatest memory here but what yeah. exactly did he do that that caught you know i don't think it's just the mage doing something i think it's like yeah, I don't think there's a one-to-one causation, right. but I, I'm willing to accept that, like, the kinds of spells that, like, and maybe this is, maybe this is a really important distinction that could, that the movie could have made, where the way America Chavez's powers work, mm-hmm. they don't cause incursions. Right. But right. if That's you're, but if, because she's, like the way because of her unique energy signature like she's she belongs to all universes you know like she's you know she's not a foreign and foreign entity right but other magic other openings of the multiverse make a make an incursion more likely so every time uh the multiverse is breached the walls get a little bit thinner you know and the possibility of an incursion uh increases like it's not a one-to-one but it's it's just you know the more you do it the more problems you cause right unless you're america chavez right so now if you if you would imagine the powers work that way then wanda could basically say look the only way that i can do this without collapsing all of reality as we know it is by taking america chavez's power Mm -hmm. if i do this any other way then i kill like you know everybody <laughs> you know like um they said that isn't it like strange was 
a strange, not our strange, but a strange was dream walking. And that's what led to like that. See that part. I would, I don't, didn't remember. I didn't remember like exactly okay, what he did. Um, Cause I, rem- what I do remember is that he went to another universe to defeat Thanos. Um, okay. Like the, the, eight thir- the 838 strange, like went to the universe or is that the one you're talking about or the one at the end? I think so. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's the, yeah, the 838 strange. Like he went to another universe to find a way to defeat Thanos. They were able to defeat Thanos, but like what, but then that led to like an incursion that destroyed, you know, destroyed an entire world or like, mm. I, I was never keen on whether you destroy the world or the whole universe. Um, I think I, it's the universe. Cause I think they said trillions. Like, I, I think they, I think that okay, was. The, so yeah, yeah, that's a good point. But I only so, saw yeah. the movie once. So yeah, I mean, um, yeah. So you destroy an entire, it just should be bigger than trillions of a being. It honest. should be like, um, but like, so he destroyed an entire universe. They were like, oh, we, we probably shouldn't do that. Um, but I, I and that's why Black Bolt killed him. Yeah. Um, but I don't think I think that somewhat tighter scripting, like, you know, Wanda would have been even more justified if she said, look, guys, I'm just trying to kill the one girl. You know, if I kill the one girl, then these incursions stop. You know, like I can get everything that I want. And nobody else has to be put in any danger. Like, so just let me kill the one girl, you know? Um, Although if dreamwalking is what caused the incursion to kill Thanos. Then merely trying to find her children would be like the thing that kind of caused the issue. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But that's why I think it it can't be one-to-one, right? That's why I think it can't be like, I, I think, I think it's a, I think it's better if they say anytime you breach the multiverse with your spell with your magic you mm-hmm. make the you make the, the thing separating the multiverse weaker you know so it's not a it's not like you directly caused it but you you know you made it to it you contributed and, and, and to it, it exactly and, and it would make sense purely because we kind of know that um uh one recurring concept in the multiverse is that there's different energy energy signatures yeah. and different kind of like you know uh levels of power or whatever so yeah if you do yeah. have sort of an in uh uh incompatible power signature or whatever permeating that barrier yeah, yeah. It, it would make more sense that way. but i do have to ask this question this is a super nitpicky question but like i thought about it today um well no i thought about it yesterday actually so Doctor Strange in No Way Home does a spell. Mm-hmm. It's supposed to be a world spell. Why does that spell become a multiverse spell exactly? I can give you the answer that Kevin Feige is saying, but it doesn't make sense. <laughs> uh, he's saying that the reason the spell doesn't work the way it's supposed to is because he who remains is dead. Yeah, but, but here's the thing. That should be, that should apply to all magic. That's the thing that like, I feel like Loki gave us this information that like people just, I've, I've been so frustrated with the, do you think that that spell occurred at the exact moment that he no. who remains is killed. No, <laughs> killed outside of the time loop. That yeah. means that he who remains, it's it, it. Yes, it's absolutely paradoxical. He who remains is always alive and always dead all the time to yes. us. 
The multiverse didn't didn't start when he who remains died, and then like everything after Loki means there's a multiverse. Yeah. There has there's always not, there's been no a multiverse. Such, right. First of all, there's no such thing as everything after Loki. Exactly. Because, because the the he who remains event happens at the end of time. At the end mm-hmm. of time. Yes. Yeah. So which he explains is a loop, and therefore it's always happening. It's Doctor Manhattan. I am in the present. I am in the past. I am in the future all the time. Yes. Yeah, you and me, we're on the same page there. Thank so you. So, like, so all that, I mean, what the best way of explaining it is that Loki is both a prequel and a sequel to the entire MCU <laughs> like, up to this point because it yeah. happens outside of time and it can happen at any point along the timeline. But mm-hmm. we know that it takes place, we know that there's an event that takes place at the end of time, which means everything happened according to the um whatever timeline the sacred timeline and then it was undone which created a multiverse which all it didn't create a multiverse it just unleashed the the multiverse that existed before there was a he who remains which we don't know about because there's always been he who remains (laughs) don't you love time travel logic (laughs) yes exactly it's timey-wimey so but what i will say is that if we if let's say the two things are happening in parallel right so in what we're what i think what we're meant to believe which i don't believe but what we're meant to believe is that if the tva were like running the way that they should be running with he who remains in power then dr strange would do his spell it would have ramifications uh on other universes and the tva would come and clip those those extra timelines and and no one would be the wiser. Um, I yeah. don't think that makes sense because uh, at every point that we've uh, had a Doctor Strange and had a uh, an ancient one, she's talked about a multiverse existing. Yes, mm-hmm. exactly. The multiverse was always there because he who remains has always been dead and yeah. is still alive. <laughs> and he, you know, I grew up Catholic, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> Jesus yeah. is here. He was coming. He's coming again. <laughs> He's alive. Yeah. So I just think that like there's the Loki storyline. There's the Wanda storyline. The Twixt won't meet. Right. Um, and then and also like it's been very sloppy with uh with with terms. You know, like there's the whole idea of like a branch and then a nexus event. And now an incursion and like, we don't really know what these words are. We don't really know what a nexus event is. We don't really know like what's the difference between a nexus event and an incursion. Is that when two nexus events overlap? Like what does that mean? Now see what I would say is that as, I mean, I'm generally pro science over pro magic, you Mm. know, like, um, like the TVA generally runs according to like a science causation model you know it's like when this when this happens when a person makes a different lifestyle choice it creates a branch timeline which can eventually become its own universe right and there are rules to how you can uh pair pair down these these timelines before they become a universe and once they become universes it's all you know tits up it's all fucked right um in magic, though, you can do whatever you want, 
right? These other these other universes exist. You acknowledge they exist. You can use the dream walking to get from universe to universe. You probably shouldn't do that, but you can. Um, well, you, and, you can do it, but there's a cost. And so whatever the cost is, you have to kind of acknowledge what that might be. Yeah, but you have infinite dark holds, which are just yeah. going to... Not anymore. Well, right, before that. Which but the dark... Either, yeah. But. <laughs> yeah. I mean... So you have you have infinite dark holds, which are all able to corrupt you, but reading from the dark hole will give you the ability to do things that you probably shouldn't do. And what's the cost again? Your soul? Am I right that there are infinite dark holds in one book of Vishanti? Yes. Like it exists in the hub of all of the I mean, outside that, of the multiverse. That's that's incredibly sad and cynical to, to imagine. <laughs> I mean, all look, evil, and there's only one good thing that hopefully you can reach, but probably can't. <laughs> to be fair, though, clearly the book of Ashanti is the book that allows it's the it's the book of Deus Ex Machina, which allows you to do anything you want. Um, <laughs> if there were multiples of those, we'd have to ask ourselves why there's ever evil in the universe, you know? Right. Like, yeah, it is like, it's ultimately like a asking to speak to the universe's manager. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Getting your table cleaned up before you sit back down. Yeah, but uh, it does cause a call in the question, like um, nobody just, like we, we saw the book of Ashanti right there in the beginning of the story. It's just, we're just gonna, gonna go through our whole adventure. Um, we're gonna, we're gonna end back the book of Vishant, like, cause it's still there, right? It's still sitting there. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Sure is. Just, just sitting there. Don't want to run it. Don't want to run a scanner over there. <laughs> <laughs> want to get that thing on Amazon Books. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, and then, yeah, the Illuminati were like, yeah, we put the book, book of Ashanti in there, you know, because it, it, you guys weren't you, very good at guarding you, it. Uh, you didn't want to get a. You didn't want to get it on Kindle. Look, no. one page. <laughs> you know what I thought was interesting about the so like the, the explanation of the book of Ashanti comes from Mordo um, and he's like explaining he's giving all the exposition to two people he's about to imprison like why are you doing this why are you giving them useful information they clearly don't have that you don't want them to have it's like the worst version of monologuing like there not only was there no reason for this, but like you, you actively don't want them to have this information. Yeah. And you weren't planning to kill them. Like, <laughs> I don't, right? Because that wasn't the plan, right? It wasn't like, they weren't going to be put to death. Or they were just going to be kept. In I'm not entirely sure, because it did look like they were being studied mm. as multiversal beings, you know? Like, so I, I would imagine at some point, at least to some sort of dissection. Oh, no, I just assumed they were just going to be kept in the, in the little box for for whatever sure. however long but maybe not maybe you know um it just it, it felt like you know it felt like they were being judged but it didn't feel like they were being that their fates were being decided you know i gotta say like um i was i was really disappointed with the lack of multiverses in right. multiverse of madness you mean the lack of universes like new yeah, like, yes the lack yeah. the lack of, of different universes like we get that you know that one montage that we saw that they released a, a week <laughs> or two ago um which again leads you to believe that there's going to be more of that more playing around with that but yeah. ultimately it's that one montage 
and whatever shards of glass were in the posters and Mm -hmm. then just our universe and another universe which just Mm -hmm. looks like a greener version of our universe wasn't really that imaginative like yeah i don't know i i i mean i i I totally agree i thought it would be more of a romp um Mm -hmm. yeah I thought that there would be a, f- a few throwaway universes, um, if only, you know, if only to have them get destroyed. Um, but right to at least illustrate what causes or what entails an incursion. Yeah, when America says like I've been to seventy-two or seventy-three different universes. A, if your powers only come up when you're scared, are you? How are you doing? Are you just like going to horror movies and then like? <laughs> travel i mean it's so, been it's been like 10 years though right like i guess yeah i guess she's no, maybe trying. not 10 years no. more like maybe like five let's say she's been five years let's be okay. well, well we do yeah. know that her power was activated at the side of a bee so like, oh no, so it doesn't take much to like, scare her she's <laughs> had like a spider land on her like <laughs> She like yeah. had a bad dream in one. Like, oh, well, I mean, she didn't, obviously didn't have a bad dream, but <laughs> her mothers died sacrificing themselves to save an entire universe in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. But in the movie, yeah. she saw a bee. Um, but but uh, no, but yeah, I mean, I let, let, let no, but let's talk about this for a second because, like, you know, we we I I didn't one hundred percent give my sense of like where they really missed the ball with America. Like, like you said, she's been to 72 universes and we, the way she's positioned in, uh, you know, about a five to 10 minute segment of the movie where, where you think it's going to like go well is that she's giving uh, strange, the prime, the primer of like, you know, this is how the multiverse works. I've been, I'm, I'm more of an expert on the multiverse than you because I've been to these other universes. Like, Hey, this is how it goes. Um, that's the opportunity for the romp, right? That's the opportunity for her to go to different universes that she's been to before and say, oh, you know, this is the Salsaverse, you know, uh, <laughs> this is the, you know, this is the universe where everyone's in black and white, you know, um, and, and like have a little fun with that idea, um, which she only needs to, they only need to spend like two or three minutes at, on these other universes just to re like establish the bona fides of, of America Chavez as somewhat of an expert on multiversal travel. And, and, and again, if it's, if it's been, let's say it's been six years of her, like, you know, uh, spending some time in a universe and then, you know, moving on, like you could have, you could show her um, in her element to a certain extent. And that helps to kind of build the bridge to this, uh, catharsis that we get to at the end where strange is like the power has been inside of you all along you know you've shown all along it's like i said said earlier it's the scarecrow thing right like the scarecrow tells us in the wizard of oz that he has doesn't have a brain right but then he's like doing plans and he's showing his metal you know right. over the course of the movie and you're like no dude you actually do have a brain and it's like oh thank you you know yeah. like they could have <laughs> Like they could have done that with America Chavez in a movie that add 10 minutes to the movie, you know, 10 minutes, 10 minutes, five earths. And and you can establish that America Chavez has the chops so that, you know, it's so that she can be that like confident, 
um, traveler through the multiverse. And then, and then her new trajectory is now that I know how my powers work, now that I've gone on this adventure and I don't have a crazy witch trying to kill me, like I can go back to my the mission that I should have been on, which is trying to find my mothers who are not dead. But but on top of that, I, I will, you know, I, I don't dispute any of what you said. I will even add on to that, that she would have been more effective had she been able to go on the trajectory, not of, um, of, of her power kind of like not being active unless she's afraid, but if her power instead had been something that was fairly easy to use and easy to abuse as well like she has been kind of wrestling with just you know fears of whatever sort of things and so it's very easy for her to kind of run away and instead she learns to not run away but use that run towards something right exactly i feel like that would have been far more effective especially in like the horror genre like Mm -hmm. you instead um you know, I mean, because if, if you just have your power activated by fear, it could take you to, you know, potentially something more dangerous and more mm-hmm. likely to activate your fear. But if you have the ability to kind of have your get out of jail free card, then you kind of are tempted to run away from things that make you uncomfortable, things yeah. that make whatever and, and kind of go to your happy place. Yeah. I mean, and then and again, you know, this is where we do shit on the movie. That's the difference between a movie that cares about America Chavez and a movie yeah. that doesn't. Um, yeah. I just don't think that, um, you know, I don't want to knock these white men, um, but, uh, <laughs> I <do laughs> but I just don't know that these white men had in their minds, like, how do we, like, best service uh, Oh, that was clear. That, that was Chavez not a priority. That, that was not a priority. They wanted to make sure that yes, okay, we want to use America Chavez, but we want to use, a, 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 well, not even necessarily America Chavez. They wanted to use a character, someone who is, um, you know, the damsel, the typical archetypal damsel in distress who kind of, you know, needs your help. I'm coming to you that you will protect me from whatever the danger is. And, you know, she has to kind of, oh, I, I get quote unquote empowered at the end, but, it was clear they did not want necessarily or, or care about trying to make America Chavez shine. Because if they did, then like she she shiny in the comics. Like you, you didn't have to try to do anything to add anything to her. Um, and instead they went the opposite direction and nerfed her personality, nerfed her powers, nerfed her heritage. Like uh, we, it was clear that they were trying to make Wanda and make Strange look good. Yeah, yeah, um, I, I I agree with that. I think that you're you're spot on with the idea that there the arc was there to have you know if she's been a kid who's been traversing the multiverse for years, then she's someone who only relies on herself and mm-hmm. doesn't you know think that she needs family and like that's the arc. It's right there. Yeah. And, yeah. But the problem is, Doctor Strange is not. The one you go to when you need family. No, <laughs> no. Right? Like, like you know, if if she ends up with uh, Clint Barton or something like that, like makes a little more sense. He's a family yeah. man in MCU. Um, actually, God, an older America, Clint Barton, 
King oh, King. right yeah. there. But yeah. uh, but you, you know, that's more the arc is like a, a girl who, uh, for all intents and purposes, is an orphan who's basically been living on the multiversal streets for years and yeah. doesn't think that she needs people to you know to to look out for her, but is mm-hmm. in over her head as she's being hunted by the most mm-hmm. powerful being in the multiverse. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, and and you know, I mean, obviously, we do have to mention uh, a little bit more, like the Christine aspect, you know, because we talked about it a little bit earlier. Um, she was underserved in the first movie. They mm-hmm. definitely tried to give her more to work with, you know, but like we said, ultimately it was a goodbye arc. I doubt that we're going to see Christine in the third Doctor Strange movie or ever again. Um, I, I I won't miss her. Like, I, I legitimately, like, I wanted, you know, I, I didn't hate Christine as a character, but she's kind of um, the, you know, she, she's certainly not a lowest lane to, to Doctor Strange as Clark Kent. Like, she doesn't have to be there. Um so yeah i mean she's i mean but one what i did like about her sorry to cut you off is i did like that she did you know she she was comfortable because of all the other she's his ex right like she's (laughs) the one who knows him enough to tell him about himself you know and it and it hurts you know that that she's so right about him you know that it, it it felt right that you know he could say look um you think i'm an asshole and i am um but like you know, I'm an asshole because of fear. And like, he has to live in the fact that he's making, he's a, he's a dick. He's doing controlling things. And that's why like, he could never work with her because he's afraid and, you know, personal growth. This is something that like people who watch the MCU and came out and said, Dr. Strange is just Tony Stark with magic. Like, no, Tony Stark uh you know because that first movie is not beholden to anything else mm-hmm. tony stark is allowed to be a prick and he's allowed to be a genius and he's also allowed to be a romantic and mm-hmm. dr strange like we just didn't get that time like i don't believe he's a rom- like no the romantic nothing- scenes with him are not believable i don't know that i'm i'm gonna have a hard time probably re- believing the romance between clea and dr yeah. strange i just I hope know. that she, I, I, I just hope that, that Charlize I, theron can like pull it off as an actress that, no, like, see, I, I, I gotta i gotta slightly push back on on the uh the idea of him probably not being compatible with clea because i feel like clea is is really compatible to where he is now where yes you you live now more kind of in that sort of morally ambiguous and weird and alien distant kind of uh setting and so she might uh, i wouldn't be surprised if she gives him a run for his money but i feel like there will be far more chemistry there not just because you know you know charlie's there on absolutely but <laughs> yeah, but, but the thing is there's never like you never know there's not a science the chemistry you know like like yeah. like, like we hope fingers crossed that they well, have I mean, good chemistry obviously, obviously it's just my prediction but yeah. i i say that just because she is first of all she's not native to our dimension she's of the faultine you know and and the way they do things is just vastly different and so sort of the the 
she will not be sort of that grounding force. No, you will have to kind of be that in that situation. Be like, yeah. wow, you're doing stuff that's like, oh snap! You like what? You know, she she's sort of that bewildered. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, okay, I'm just trying to say, like, like you know, extrapolating out to whatever phase nineteen, mm-hmm. where Doctor Strange <laughs> is on whatever spaceship recording mm-hmm. his last moments for Clea. <laughs> Like I, I'm going to have, I, they've got a lot of work to do to get me to a point where I believe he's in a romantic love affair with anyone. Right. But what I'm saying, I guess what I'm, I I guess what I think, um, what I think Randy's saying, and, you know, I'm going to throw my two cents in where it's like, where the Dr. Strange, um, Christine relationship is, is, is trying to be like a Superman Lois Lane type of relationship whereas I think the Doctor Strange Claire relationship is more like when two superheroes get together Superman Wonder Woman yeah yeah I I didn't want to use that as my example because (laughs) people don't like that as a a coupling you know but but yes like two equally um they're on the same it's power couple right like and, and 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 if we think that what Strange really needs Mm-hmm. is someone to be his counterpart right. rather than someone that he can continue to control and continue to lord over his like i'm dr strange you yeah. know like um hopefully whoever writes the script hopefully the performances and the directors like tease that out like yeah. i can buy that as part of his arc that he goes from being the guy who has to hold the scalpel um you know to the to the person who we both hold the scalpel and we're both making the cuts, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And, and, and I, I wanted to just say that because, you know, she's not a mortal. She's a person who is versed in knowledge. Like he is, mm-hmm. she, you know, maybe more so cause she's been at it longer. Um, she's, you know, used to kind of these alien and weird situations. And so you don't re- like, and, and to top that all off, um strange isn't really kind of that romantic guy he's really not i hate to say it like even though he is um you know similar to to tony stark in other aspects like at the end of the day he was he was divorced from Clea for a good little minute you know he he had he's really unlucky in love and and is more kind of um just sort of drifting from one thing to another and it kind of tends to be he has companionship he has kind of friends and and occasional lovers but eh, you don't really see somebody who's with him in the long term that's true i mean and and obviously the the comic character informs the movie character but Mm -hmm. like you know what also informs the movie character is the actor and if i had to run through the movies that i've seen benedict cumberbatch in i can't remember too many benedict cumberbatch romantic movies um I mean, I think of like Benedict Cumberbatch is like he's Sherlock in an almost like robotic, asexual, you know, kind of being in yeah, Sherlock. I mean, he had the Irene Adler thing, like sort of. I mean, he, like, he, he is, Dr. Strange, I will say, is, is not asexual. Cause <laughs> oh, right. But, <laughs> but he, he kind of tends to be that solitary person. And I feel like you know, that I, I would appreciate that at least as one more kind of way that we distinguish him from a Tony Stark, because Tony Stark at the end of the day still does want to have love and want to have friendship and all of that stuff. 
and have kind of that close family circle and strange maybe could find a more satisfying dynamic i'll put it that way yeah. find something that suits him as opposed to um a, a traditional sort of family structure being kind of his his end game yeah and and, and you know you know speaking of end game like tying it to, to like you know we don't like to make the comparison but we kind of have to like mm -hmm. we saw tony stark family man yeah. Like we saw what it looked like. We saw him with a daughter. We saw him kind of like being loving and doting. And mm -hmm. it didn't feel like a violation of the character. It didn't right. feel like something that was inconsistent with Tony. Um, it felt like growth. Um, but I, I can't- like at the ending that made sense that he didn't want to give up. Yeah. yeah. I, I can't quite um, put my imagination cap on uh, of, of 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 Doctor Strange having a similar, I mean Doctor Strange. If we eventually get like Strange Academy, and he has kind of his like my class, my students. <laughs> that's my hope. Eventually, yeah. that we get a, yeah. a Strange. But that's Academy not the thing. same. That's not no, the same as. Like, not, but, but but that's what I'm saying. Like that's that's he has a different role to fill. It's not the same as a. We have to, you know, it, it's not the same. Yeah, but but the thing is, but the thing is, that's still him, like above someone else. You know, that's still him, like you know, in charge, like him, um, still aloof. And mm -hmm. again, maybe it's just the the performance, the Benedict Cumberbatch of it all, as yeah. opposed to the Robert Downey Jr. of it all. Um, but I do. I mean, we're we're crossing our fingers as mm -hmm. people. You know, varying levels of of enjoyment of the movie, we're hoping that Charlize Theron is the secret sauce that, you know, like she enters the uh, the franchise and she'll find a way to get us invested in the idea of Doctor Strange actually being in love because look, Rachel McAdams is a lovely woman and she's been lovely in a lot of things, but she was not it. And we had to do a lot to believe that she was the fulcrum of of what motivated uh, Strange across the multiverse. Well, I, want... I would even I would even kind of uh, say that he he thought that he wanted to be with her and like just kind of the idea of her more than really necessarily loving her. Yeah, and and like it, it's a it's a nice idea of like oh yeah we're both in kind of the same field so we mm -hmm. kind of are on the same level intellectually and blah 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 yeah. we have the same sort of interest but obviously like she kind of got her nice little bow tied on her personal arc and yeah. now she's but but the thing is while I don't disagree with you mm -hmm. I don't think that's what the movie was telling us maybe not I think the movie was kind of saying that i think the no sorry i think the movie was saying they could have been something good but where strange was where all the strangers are in their in their personal growth he couldn't get there well Not, but it's, it's it's a it's a possibility but it's a possibility that would never be across multiple universes i'm I, i'm trying to do the thing i'm i'm thinking yeah. that i can possibly go about some way and it never freaking works out maybe right but what i'm happen. saying is that that's different from 
I only love the idea of you. That's more of a, I love you, but I'm just not emotionally mature enough to make it work. That those are different. No, no, like, I'm, those are I, different. Like, you know, I, let me, uh, I want to make sure that I'm articulating what it is that I'm saying. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so I, I guess the loving the idea of her is something that he could realize down the line. You know, right now he's seeing that, okay, well, I see it's obviously not going to happen. But down the line, you can kind of have the realization of, you know, the sort of more profound kind of personal realization that she wasn't really what I needed. I, I wanted to try to pursue her, but, you know, hopefully in Clea, he will be like, oh, actually, she sparked something more in me that is closer to a genuine feeling of love, genuinely who, you know, who I feel like I could be spending more time with. Right. No, I mean, I, yeah, I, I hear that. I mean, I'll ultimately, it, it's going to be interesting to see when we get another Doctor Strange movie. Mm -hmm. I don't think we need one anytime soon um, because I think that the way they positioned him is that he can just show up. Um, yeah like anywhere for any reason. But I mean, that's a good place to take it since as we wind it down, I mean, we've been going at it for quite a, quite a while. Um, <laughs> yeah. Longer than the movie is this podcast. <laughs> um, not Sam Raimi paced at all. Um, so where would you guys like to see Dr. Strange next? I want to see Dr. Strange um, actually in thinking about what, kind of problems I had with this movie uh the problem I had with this movie is that it was kind of promising to be bigger than it was mm -hmm. uh and so it's actually smaller than I thought it was going to be but also too big to to kind of work on its own like it, it felt like it either needed to go all the way out or keep it just about Doctor Strange and his travels through the multiverse and mm -hmm. I kind of want to just see that Doctor Strange untethered from the rest of like you know mcu uh having to you know do the heavy lifting of bringing another character arc with him mm -hmm. just strange in his universe doing strange things mm -hmm. like clea will you know <laughs> clea as a satellite of strange makes more sense than clea or than strange in america chavez right you know sure i'm saying like yeah. so like clea being an offshoot of the strange story makes makes sense to me um, so I'm, I'm down for that. But like, uh, you know, it, it, it's like watching, you know, Indiana Jones and but but also we've got to bring Johnny Five with us from. <laughs> it's like, well, that doesn't make sense. Um, so even though it might be entertaining, uh, I just want to see like I want to see a Doctor Strange movie with just with like sorcerers and Doctor mm. Strange doing. Oh, no, no. Just to clarify. I didn't mean what I want to see in the next Doctor Strange movie. I'm like, what do I want to see from Doctor Strange in like whatever, wherever we see him next? So you're saying that you don't want to see him again until the next Doctor Strange movie? I really don't. Yeah, I really okay. don't. Uh, um, and and when I do, I want to see Doctor Strange playing out that storyline of like all the magic is leaving the earth. Like, I want to see that. Yeah. Like, I want to see that. I definitely want to see that in the next Doctor Strange movie, but I want to see Doctor Strange before that. But I don't know that like, like yeah, I, like, I don't know that I need to seem like in Ant-Man or, you know, he's good for a cameo. Like he was yeah. in four or whatever. And that was fine. But like in terms of like a Doctor Strange, you know, where he is an active character for many scenes, 
I don't know that I need to see him until a, a new Doctor Strange movie or until they give us our first, you know, Avengers level movie. Which, so I so I mean I, I really wanted to go to Randy next, but I do want to say this part. So like, given if we acknowledge that this is that there's going to be some kind of like multiversal shenanigans, um, I can buy him as kind of like the multiverse Nick Fury. Um, sure. him as like with basically Claire as as the uh, <laughs> with, with Claire as the Maria Hill, <laughs> you know, <laughs> like you know, it's like they show up and they're just like there's some multiverse shit happening. Like you know, we gotta we we gotta tell you about it. Um, you know, like bouncing around from movie to movie, just like letting people know that there there's some multiverse stuff that they have to deal with. Um, but. Like that's how I could see the the remainder of these movies playing out, where some kind of incursion happens. They show up, the two of them, whereas like you know, freaking frack, you know, incursions. Uh, oh man, we we got to figure this thing out, you know. And then they jump into another portal and they keep it moving. Like I, I can see, perhaps there's a, a a dimensional incursion from say the dark dimension, the the infernal realms something uh assembling a a, a collection of uh, sons perhaps to uh yeah assemble at midnight for some, some shenanigans. right um yeah i can, again i can buy that for the next like here and there uh until the next doctor strange movie that mm-hmm. basically like they're trying to patch the holes they're trying to patch the holes in the multiverse uh we don't need to spend a lot of time with them but they're just kind of like um, they're the uh, salve against whatever uh, Kang or whoever is trying to do with these incursions until things get way out of hand. I'll say this. Um, I know that in the comics, like Secret Wars was kind of a way to condense everything back, right? To kind of clean the slate, right? Like in the aftermath of it, like basically. Um, well, I always think, I always wonder, was that, the design of it or is that like how they like the 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 sort of um the the lemonade from the lemons of of secret wars you know what i mean like um because it felt like as i was reading it because i was reading it in real time um somewhat like real time like was was that like they're just going for it like they're just blowing everything up and then like if at one point it felt like oh well if we're gonna blow everything up like we may as well like fix all our continuity, and I mm. do think that 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 there's probably an element of that in the MCU plan, where it's like, hey guys, we can, when eventually we do the Secret Wars thing, we can blow everything up and then like rebuild the continuity to like put everything, um, like in in a place that makes sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But but what that does mean to me is that they can kind of do anything they want leading up to it. So I was going to say that I think that people who are expecting them to kind of reshuffle because of the secret wars, like you're going to have to deal with explaining that you allowed trillions and trillions of people to die in order to get this one sacred timeline, which we've been told is bad. Mm. So 
Like, I, I, I don't know that that's necessarily going to be what I think more than likely if there is a secret war, the, the final result will be something along the lines of figuring out a way to stop incursions while keeping the multiverse intact. I mean, spoilers for Secret Wars, uh, which apparently Randy, have you read Secret Wars? I have not. So spoilers for Secret Wars for everyone on this podcast, but me. Um, well, it it ends with one universe, mm-hmm. but it also ends with uh, a certain character who's an aerospace engineer um, <laughs> uh, uh, deciding that uh, that they should rebuild the multiverse, like kind of like one universe at a time, mm-hmm. um, like that it's important that there be a multiverse but that oh oh okay i i recall like i didn't actually read it but i did kind of get the 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 uh the fallout of it from another comic that i was reading so okay yeah. right yeah so there so so you know everything gets destroyed spoilers um everything gets rebuilt um a lot of stuff happens in between that and then and then it's kind of like well we're not gonna just have one one universe that would be crazy um, like we, we, there's all these other lives that you know that should exist. Um, we're going. Deadpool's to... like we got to sell books. <laughs> Deadpool. Yeah, Deadpool. Listen, uh, I would not have been mad if there was a Deadpool cameo. Sure. I wouldn't have been mad if they had like I mean just you know obviously not going too overboard but i wouldn't have mad uh, i wouldn't have been mad if they had a, a few of those similar cameos um, oh no no but specifically a deadpool cameo because look as much as the bruce campbell bruce sorry bruce campbell uh cameo was kind of silly at the end mm-hmm. and i can't cameo but the bruce campbell uh stinger if like they cut like moved over one uh like foot and Deadpool was standing there and he made like one one liner. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like everybody in the audience loses their shit and and all the reviews like get ticked up at least a half a point more because <laughs> there was because there was a fucking the last scene had Deadpool in it. I will mm-hmm. say the Bruce Campbell stinger was one of my favorite moments of the entire film. When he really? was like, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Bruce Campbell is a national mm-hmm. treasure. <laughs> I mean, look, I get, I get it. Sometimes, sometimes you got to do the fan service, and a and a Deadpool cameo just gets more bang for your buck. Sure, yeah. It would have, it would have, like Ryan, you could have just paid him in endorsements for his vodka, um, or whatever <laughs> his whatever his drink is, or his tequila. Um, uh, did he did he produce Free Guy? I feel yes, like he did. He did. okay, so he definitely got some sort of royalties because. The universe they're in is just the last, the last town from Free Guy. At the end of the <laughs> it's just the Free Guy town. It's kind of New York. There's plants everywhere. It doesn't really make sense. Free Guy. Yeah, I mean, if there was listen, if there was a uh, a, a Deadpool cut. <laughs> yeah. You know that I I I finally understand the BVS people because I do feel like if they ever release the two hour and forty minute version of this movie that supposedly you know sam raimi said they cut 40 minutes of this i'd watch it and i bet i would say you know what it's better if you add 40 more minutes to it like which is what the dvs people say right but here's the thing (laughs) a lot of movies you can say that about yes and a lot of movies you could just be like yeah i mean i would definitely watch it the director's cut 
and the director's cut is probably better. It's just the, the thing, the reason that people just hate the Snyder people is just how insufferable they were. Yes. <laughs> like in, in asking for it, you know? Like, yeah. it's cool if you just go, hey, just, 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 just so you know, if you release it, I'll watch it, you know, and just kind of yeah. leave it at that. But, you know, you don't turn it into, turning it into a movement is where, is where you go too far. Yeah, I'm not going to moveon.org to create, <laughs> release the Raimi cut. Yeah. Um, I don't know, guys. I mean, I, I guess you should probably leave it there. Um, uh, free America Chavez. Uh, from Kamertage. Um, let her let her roam free through the multiverse. TJ um, from Agents of Fandom tweeted the other day, like, going to see it again. Is there anything I should be looking out for? And I replied, see if you can find America Chavez. I'm told she's in this movie, but I, I haven't seen her. <laughs> yeah. Um, again, uh, as much as I want to, as much as we are calling this uh, multiverse of midness, um, like, I don't, I don't, I don't hate the movie. No, but I I I liked it. I did. And I like I say, I I, I acknowledge all of the things that people are saying in terms of criticism. Um like it's it's definitely valid, but you know, I at least enjoyed it and and can kind of be like, you know, hoping that there are some parts and pieces that are salvaged from it and you know kind of like Battle World. In Secret Wars, <laughs> I'm I'm ultimately I'm ultimately happy this movie exists rather than not. Even if I didn't dig it, because it was legit one of the first times that um, the MCU let a director just cook and just be like completely away. Like obviously Chloe Zhao mm-hmm. was able to do Chloe Zhao stuff, but that just didn't work for me. Raimi doing Raimi is always going to be a treat for for me mm-hmm. um the music fight we didn't even get into that the music fight was incredible yeah uh totally yeah, imagined. I, I almost made a do Raimi latido uh, like no, uh hilarious. pun but you know I, I had to let you <laughs> had to let you connect that musical pun yourself um, uh so yeah letting <laughs> letting Raimi do Raimi uh is is ultimately always going to be a plus for me um I'm yeah I'm as I get farther away from the movie, I am remembering the stuff that I liked more than I'm remembering stuff that I didn't. And that's good. Um, yeah, which yeah. is great. Will yeah. I revisit? Will the you movie? watch it on on Disney Plus when it drops? I guess I'll probably watch it once, like, mm-hmm. and then from that point on, I'll do like I do with Wandavision, where I'll just go back and watch moments that I want to watch again. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, uh, yeah, it's you know, I think it. I actually do think it's kind of the the definition of mid like it it's it really it's not a great movie it's not the worst movie that's ever it's not the worst mcu movie um i i'd rather watch this in you know at least 10 other mcu projects so there you go yeah you know um i i think that over time it's going to age it's going to age better than than uh, how we feel right now i think that marvel's pretty good at uh, retroactively making movies um, look better, matter more. Um, I think that the things that we do like about it will be like, they'll, they'll highlight those. Um, I do think that, I hope, sorry, I hope they'll fix America Chavez um, subsequent to this. Mm-hmm. So we won't have as bad of a taste in our mouth about you know where she ends up. And the sooner the better. 
you know, Wong's still kicking, you know, shout out to Wong. He, he did his thing. Anyone um, else feel like Wong's got a, got a countdown? Like, no, I think the Wong's, I think the Wong's bulletproof. Wong's bulletproof because he's I, Asian. And not, I, I genuinely feel like they're building him up more. Like I, I don't, I, you know, he could have been kind of like in the background and and just continually in the background but he's kind of gotten to be more prominent and like oh for sure i mean and benedict i mean i, mean, I was joking like being a somewhat facetious but like you know benedict wong is awesome but uh, what i'm what i was more saying is that look they whitewashed as much as i like you know as as much as i like uh what's her name um as the ancient one like they know that that didn't go over yeah right, right? Now they have an Asian sorcerer supreme. You're not gonna like knock him off to put the white guy back in charge. You're not. You're not, you're not doing that. Someone, I don't know what podcast I was listening to. They were talking about Wong. Like if they do a Strange Academy, like a Disney Wong Plus Academy. Series, that that totally was Wong. Yeah, it could be Wong's Academy. Later. Yeah, Joanna. It was Joanna and um and Mallory on the Ringer. Shout out yeah, to them yeah. who are probably yeah. not listening, but you know. <laughs> hey i'm followed by van lathan so oh, oh okay, well. so so go ahead go ahead and, and clip this yeah um, shout out to shout out to van lathan of the ringer and yeah. the midnight boy you know you're listening man. Um, <laughs> best friend yeah but um no i mean it could like honestly obviously you could call it strange academy and and that could be like humor um but have wong actually run it Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> mm-hmm. but again don't need america chavez do 100 do not need america chavez uh don't need her magic in my uh portal punching soup um we just gotta like oh gotta mention those kids are growing up fast those yeah. um we're like a year away from those kids actually being in the age group where they could be young Avengers. And I'm very upset by that because everybody else, because everybody else is growing up. (laughs) What did I say during WandaVision? It's like, you're going to do these young Avengers. You better hurry up because kids grow. Right. Kids grow fast. Like I saw a picture of the two boys next to uh, Shoshi Gomez Mm -hmm. and they basically look like they were the same age. Yes. Right. I'm I'm very much waiting for a uh, now Ant Man Quantumania. I need some timey wimey foolishness to happen. Give me like g- give me like older folks because we you know we we're kind of done with them being kids now. I think I mean, I want to it's going to be older folks by the fact that it's 2022 and this movie right. was filmed in 2020. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be Damn, already. I I I'm, I I want to move past them being like the kids on the couch calling mommy to watch us to do the little cutesy song and dance like right. But what I'm saying is that we all saw Game of Thrones. We saw how quickly you know uh, right. adolescence hits a little a little boy. Like by 2024, these guys could be six two. <laughs> uh, yeah, true. It's very possible. I just. I, I, I need them to like kind of. I mean, because they 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 did it for um Cassie Lang, like they just got somebody new <laughs> to be right. the, the That's know, yeah, I, but but you know that was she was like nine. Yeah, but I I just I I need them to like I 
if they go the route of just letting them go up, then okay, fine. I, I'm not gonna like it's yeah, but gonna, but Randy, but Randy, they're all gay. The younger you make them, the less they have to talk about the fact that they're gay. <laughs> <laughs> I know, and that's that's what makes it doubly, triply sad. Like, I mean it. That's why I am, that's why I'm I am so, so confident. <laughs> I am so confident that they're kicking that can down the road. <laughs> How many Cassie Langs have there been? I believe there, at least there have been right. at least three. Yeah. Right? Like every time Cassie Lang shows up, it's a different person. <laughs> no, so, I mean, so the girl was the young girl was Cassie Lang in two Ant-Man movies. Mm-hmm. And then there was uh, a different one for Endgame. Endgame. And now there's yeah. a new one for Quantumania. Quantumania. Yeah. Okay. So there hasn't been like a, a, an additional one. So not quite like the kids in like the National Lampoons movies, but like, <laughs> but getting close. Yeah. All we, yeah, all, all we need is for like that Cassie Lang to like tweet the N word or something like that. And then we. <laughs> <laughs> I also don't believe in vaccines. Ah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, all right, guys. Uh, last last words. Last words about the multiverse. Uh, any words for your variants at very in a, in a different universe? Stop dreaming about me. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs> Randy, I I am hoping, hoping, hoping to see these changes be taken in mind. I, you know, I, I'm always looking forward to the 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 next thing, how it connects, and all this stuff, and you know, um, anytime we kind of get, you know, get into our little uh, uh, circle here to talk, I'm, I'm kind of hoping that, like, we won't have similar complaints in the future. That's always the hope. Well, shout out to the variant of me who was able to keep this podcast at a reasonable length of time. <laughs> um, uh, I, I'm sure right now you're dreaming about me on this podcast and you're like, didn't I finish the podcast like two hours ago? Like, what is happening here? Um, yeah, that's 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 how the multiverse works, guy. Um, <laughs> Doesn't Carlos have dreadlocks? And- <laughs> <laughs> So uh, yeah, we're we're definitely gonna mine that whole like your dreams are just your variants. I love the idea that uh, there's some Earth where you're just having sex all the time. <laughs> that's that, that, that's the that's the variant that that we all want to be. That's the Earth that we all want to be a part of. There's some um, Earth that's just full of geometry classes that we show up to naked. You're right. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. There's a, there's a falling Earth. Um, there's an Earth where no one has teeth. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, I don't have a catchphrase for this. So so uh, I'll leave it to you, uh, Randy and Carlos, to uh, uh, sign us off. Uh, see you in the multiverse. It's <laughs> over. <laughs> <laughs>